and welcome to the Computer Game Show. Uh, my name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Hello. Matt Murray is here. Hello. James Farley is here. Yep. Um, now it's it's been quite it's been the biggest week in computer games since E3. I think. <laughs> really? It's been quite well. Games come out. Um, <laughs> it's not often and that actually, the, the chatter about the game has been uh, quite intense this week. It's been getting more and more interesting. Uh, there's uh, there's something that I need to confess as well because last week we had a bit of a discussion about um, embargoes and uh, the fact that the press weren't getting a copy of um, No Man's Sky for release like they, they they couldn't review it in time for for it being released and there was a bit of discussion with whether that's fair or not and and how publishers uh should deal with that sort of stuff and uh the confession is that i basically i cut 20 minutes of that discussion because <laughs> we did kind of go like it didn't feel bad at the time but like listening to it back we went on and on and on without any conclusion and um i think it was one of those situations i wanted to bring it up and throw it out to the floor to see what everyone thought and um, I think everyone was in the same boat as me, just thinking, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but having listened to it a couple of times, because like, obviously I edited it and, and checked the audio out and stuff like that, um, I feel that I have got more of a solid opinion of it. And the answer is, no, it doesn't matter. Because, uh, and the, the way that I came to that conclusion in the end after hearing the ramble that we had last week was that, you know, you don't have to buy it day one. I mean, if you're sitting back waiting for reviews to come in there's this weird thing with gamers and um and people like us where we feel we have to buy things on day one or mm. or get it earlier if we possibly can do you know what i mean you speak for and yourself you you have to see you have to sit back how's that ps4 coming James? exactly i'm just finishing <laughs> on the rim you know metroid <laughs> <laughs> now what i'm saying is that like there's I think there's this weird sort of pressure to be on board day one with us. And um, and I, sometimes you have to sit back and think, actually, maybe it's an option not to. Um, and w- w- what I'm saying is that if you're in that boat where you just, like, if you want to buy it day one, and I think you've already made your mind up and not a lot of reviews are going to change your mind about that. I think if you want to read reviews before um, you decide on to per- if you want to purchase a game, then... You've got that option. You just don't jump in day one. And I think if that's genuinely your mindset, that you won't actually mind waiting like a few weeks or whatever to to get your hands on it. And it's funny as well, because I haven't really seen a review flurry on the internet for No Man's Sky. And and that may be because I've been busy, but have you guys, have you seen lots of like properly done reviews of it yet? Uh, No, not really. Uh, I think Jim Trinker did video gamers, didn't he? I think that's the only one I'm like properly aware of. I gather there are others. Isn't that a work in progress though? He hasn't given it a number. No, it's not, anything, a, it's not a proper capital R review. It's just a yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's what most thinking, of them are, isn't it? Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that actually now that that's not a bad idea, and mm. um, not that it's not a bad idea. I'd still prefer to get reviews just before release date because I enjoy reading reviews of upcoming games. But I don't think it's a problem. Um, which is quite different to how I was feeling last week, where where I kind of thought it could be, but I wasn't sure why. And I think every now and then you have to just sit back and listen to yourself ramble like a dickhead on a podcast to sort of go, actually, maybe, yeah, maybe there isn't a problem there and I don't know what I'm talking about. So I just thought you'd all like to know my final conclusions <laughs> on that little full stop. You'll fucking cut and, this uh, bit, actually. 
Yeah, seeing as we're now two hours into the show, <laughs> uh, if I haven't cut anything out. Yeah, we should probably finish uh, soon. It's quite late. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we get into No Man's Sky chat, because that is literally going to take up the majority of this uh, podcast, um, James wants to talk about the NX again. James. Yeah. Well, there's, What there's, do you want to say? Well, because there's been these new patents that came out, like a few... Right, so this is on uh, Polygon, right? Yeah. There's, the, well, they were the ones that we've seen report it. And uh, they're patents for what? Gesture-based, uh, gesture-based it's, actions, or it's it's weird. It's like it's it's the sort of the unit, and then also with like a controller thing that you can stick on the side, which is what we expected. And okay, then, so what does it tell us? Well, there's also this gesture thing as well, which is like you can wave at it and things, which is I don't think anyone's talked about that before. Isn't it Change. just if you? Is it actually waving, or is it just, oh, yeah, yeah, game operation by moving hand? So, yeah, it totally looks like the hand's doing a wanker gesture. Yeah, yeah. I thought that as well. Um, it's like bye-bye, and then like doing yeah. it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but James, the, is, does um, this mean that Connect is coming to the NX? Is that what you're saying? Well, this is my nightmare. This is like the nightmare scenario, <laughs> is that that could happen. You know? This is fret level one, isn't it? This There'll be is like the a massive time. power brick with it as well, you know, like <laughs> to plug it in. <laughs> Cortana. Yeah. not understanding what you say every five minutes yeah i don't, so I don't know get like, it because it seems to the way this diagram shows it is that basically it turns on by like you just hold it and it turns on and then it seems to imply that it turns off when you take your hand off it but then it also says you can use your hand to do gestures yeah surely it kind of it kind of indicated that you can hold it in one hand like with the controller bit and then use mm. gestures with the other one which okay. just sounds really weird shit yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I just don't know what to make of it at all because it just looks really, really odd. How legitimate do you think this is? Was a patent? I mean, it's so. Yeah, I mean, that means Yeah, it'll be legitimate. It's just whether or not this is the one that is actually yeah. the thing. Because I mean, they file all sorts of shit, don't they? They never gets used. Yeah, so. that's that's what I'm saying. They just yeah. they patent this stuff just in case they mm. want to implement it in the future or whatever. Mm. Um, this isn't sort of any sort of confirmation that this stuff is going to be in the NX. It's just maybe it's some ideas that they want to make sure they've got legally tied up before they yeah. crack on. One of the things I thought about with this, though, is that if you can use this without that thing attached, does that mean that you can use like the NX tablet or whatever we're going to call it like on its own without a controller at all and just use gestures? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. So why not? But then how does that work when it's connected to the telly? Yeah. Maybe it still does. Maybe yeah. if you put it near it, you can like wave at it and stuff. You know. I just thought I I I don't believe this. If I'm totally honest, like I believe that obviously they filed the patent or whatever. I mean, I mean, it'd be weird if you're pretty much just making up stories like that. <laughs> but um, I don't think they're going to go down this road. It seems completely different to all the other stuff we've heard about it. You know what I mean? Um, if that stuff on Eurogamer was legit and uh, coming from the sources that they were. I mean, Eurogamer had better be bloody reliant on their sources to sort of report the way they did the other week. Yeah, but it backs um, it up, doesn't it? It backs it up that there is like controllers that attached to the side of the tablet device. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. don't you That's think the gesture yeah. stuff would be in that original Eurogamer article? Well, I, I guess it depends what their sources know or don't know. I mean, obviously, currently the uh, Wii U controller has a camera in it, um, so it's not outside the realms of possibility that the new one will also have a camera. I mean, the gestures certainly seem weird, but, uh, I mean, everyone's patenting everything just in case, really. Um, yeah. I, you know I, what I they might... this, this backs up what Eurogamer said, especially with the whole detachable controllers thing. You know what they might do? Maybe 
David, they're going to re-release Mario Galaxy, but instead of Waggle, you're going to be waving at it instead. So you, <laughs> you'll, you'll still love it. <laughs> what I'm saying is that um, what I mean, what does this patent do that the, the Kinect doesn't? What oh, are they, like, I mean, you can't patent gestures, can you? That's ridiculous. So what is this actually? Have you actually read this, James, or have you just stuck a link in the f- no, thing? No, I've read it. It's just, it, it. All it's got is it's got those pictures which just show these gestures, but it doesn't really explain like exactly what the point of those is because no one knows yet, do we? It's bloody I'm asking polygon, you to as always. Like, a camera housed on the handheld system would capture gesture information from a player's hand to control a game. That's the sort of new technology that Nintendo is known for when introducing a new system. It's just connect. Yeah, it, is. it really is. <laughs> So it must be something different. Like it, it can't just be what we see as connect. Like it makes yeah. no sense. And the example that they've given on the on on the little uh, diagrams there is <laughs> controlling Mario with your hand. I mean that that is literally that connect racing game, mm. and it was fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't maybe, understand maybe, maybe what they're Nintendo, even. Maybe Nintendo have looked at Connect and been just like that looks amazing, and then they've just like copied it. I think there is. I think there is a little bit of scope in this sort of stuff, though, for very young children. You do see things differently, like when that happened. You know, I don't want to keep bringing that shit up. Like I know I've been a nightmare with that recently, but um, there are times where I just think, oh, wouldn't it be funny if there was something that Harry could actually control properly by not having to deal with buttons and sticks and stuff? Uh, I guess what I, you're I, trying to say is, what if Harry was we? the controller? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's like that is essentially a Wii, isn't it? But that worked better than Connect, and that, mm. I don't. Yeah, this is all we're, we're talking nonsense. We don't know enough about this, do we? There's not enough information here to make any sort of informed decision. Or no, I mean, like, welcome to the internet. Yeah, it's part of the fun. It's part <laughs> yeah. of the fun is just like randomly just reading this stuff and then just being like, "What could that be?" You know. <laughs> no, it isn't. What could that be? <laughs> yeah, that's, next, that's your regular next segment from James Farley. <laughs> apparently they said the NX is not going to be the colour black it's going to be a different colour what could that be <laughs> coming up next on James Farley's podcast we've been over what this before this? David do you remember the, the cartridges thing you ripped the piss about that and then I bet like further down the line when they unveil this and it's all like gesture controls and stuff I'll have to play this back to you again you know no, and- you, do you not You. this is what's beautiful about you James you're not even listening to what I'm saying and reacting to what I'm saying here <laughs> you think that I'm saying that this isn't going to happen I'm not saying that this isn't going to happen I'm saying that we've got nothing to fucking go on how you, you're on a podcast mate you need to bring up subjects that people can have informed and interesting discussions that's on that's complete you know, bollocks that's total bollocks you talk about <laughs> rubbish all the time like what <laughs> last week except Except for last week. We did an entire E3 podcast about stuff that wasn't true. It's like... Yeah. That was good. That was good. But where are we going to go with this? That's what I'm asking you. What's the... Okay, so what you're saying, David, is that we're not... You're basically saying that we're not allowed to have any conversations about anything that is rumour. Everything's got to be exactly right so then you can have this, like, perfect opinion in your head that you've already, like, decided what it is. Is that what you're saying? No, James, 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 what I'm saying is if you're bringing something like this to the table, right, bring something more to back it up than what could that be? It's a pattern. It's got... You can have a look and then decide what do you think they could do with that? (laughs) So tell me, what do you think they're going to do with that? I think they're going to get you to wave at Mario. That's probably what's going to happen. Fucking brilliant. Oh, what? This is great. 
We are uh, the Computer Game Show you're listening to. The time is, uh, well, whatever time it is you're listening to this. And coming up next, James Farley asks what else something else could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, James. I, f- I forgot we're not allowed to discuss, like, you know, we're not allowed to discuss rumours <laughs> or speculation. Farley. Go on. Have you been on, have you been on the gaff thread that this links to? No. Because there's some really interesting stuff here um, where it talks about all the other control systems that are linked to this this device. One of them is called the Attitude Detection Section. Right. <laughs> Can I stop you there? Before we move on with that, Matt, see, when did you see this article been posted in the Google Doc? Who, me? Yeah. About 90 seconds ago. Right, that's and bullshit. Instant- that's absolute you- bullshit. I posted this this morning. You can check the you can check the thing on here. And you've instantly come up with more to the table than James has, the guy that submitted this discussion. What are you talking about? Oh, he's gone. Look, have you seen all the gaff thread? Look, look, look what they're talking about. Oh, what do you think? That's that's better than. Oh, here's a link. What could that be? James Farley. We just talked about the gestures and stuff, and we also talked about the stuff that it's got, you know, like you can connect to the side and everything. You're just trying to start an argument here. It's nonsense. Yeah, yeah. If, if you, you guys go into Google Doc, I'll put a link to the uh, the image. Right, we'll... <laughs> or, okay. or not. It's fine. No, I'm just, uh, I'm just I... reading the, um, the actual application. The language yeah. they use is absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Japanese, so... isn't it? How are you going to get any of that? Understand an example. Uh, an example accessory can be attached to an information processing device. Fine. The accessory includes a housing, a movable operation section, and a movable portion. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Has, I mean, has this been given the patent, or have they just applied for it? The, uh, yeah, this is published. Yeah, it was filed January uh, twenty sixteen. Um, Filed, yeah, but has it been... Oh, hang on, yeah, paper, one, patent application. This one that matches, but it says August 11th, 2016. So Yeah, but is it pending or is it... Oh, I don't think it's been accepted. It was just a few yeah. days ago. <laughs> Good, excellent. An inside Brilliant. of the housing is visible from an outside thereof through at least a portion thereof. At least a portion of the operation section is exposed on the outside of the housing. The movable portion is placed at a position inside the housing that is visible from the outside of the housing through the portion of the housing. This is the kind of shit that David wanted me to explain. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, you hang on, here we, go. here we go. A position and or an attitude of the movable portion changes in response to the operation section being operated. <laughs> It's so clear what the NX is going to be now that they might not even do a Nintendo yeah. Direct. Yeah, um, I'm actually more excited. <laughs> when do you feel, when do you do you, do you have any predictions of when this is going to be announced? Well, if, if, I think basically that September. the leak said September, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So September's going to be an yeah. incredible month, basically. Mm. Why is that? Well, because we're going to have like the, the, the PS4 Neo announcement on the seventh. This thing yeah, is rumored to be in that, shown. New iPhones, new watches. I mean, I can go on. I, I mean, this ain't interface. Don't start leaking into our podcast. <laughs> but um, we'll see. I'm, I guess. I guess. All in all, I'm just a little bit tired of speculation, and I just mm. want to see it now. Yeah, I just want to see I am, it. Yeah. I want to see what it looks like, and I, I want to see what sort of games are coming out for it. You know what I mean? And um, I'm not. I, I see what sort of games are coming out for it. Uh, Mario, Zelda. Um, Animal Crossing. Do you know that though? That's possibly, the thing. You never fucking F-Zero. know where those are. Yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully. Within 12 months. <laughs> and now. <laughs> so, what happens then 
when if Matt wins that bet, if it gets announced like as a launch title, for example, um, what would happen to the bet? Would you cancel each other out, or would you both still buy each other an app? It's not going to happen. <laughs> no, but <laughs> it just has to be not. announced within twelve months. That's fine. I've got a long time. I'm playing the long game here. But I, I guess, I guess you've both still got to buy each other an app, right? You can't just cancel it out because that that don't make sense. You're supposed to still pay for losing the bet. Yeah, surely. I'll, I'll, I'll buy Farley his app when his when his little cartridges come out for the little NX. You know. <laughs> I'll buy it. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll see. James, have you gone silent because of me? No, no, I'm I'm good. I'm just grow up. Uh, what the? Um, <laughs> let's I'm gonna get listen. To... I'm gonna keep bringing these, so I don't care. You can <laughs> abuse as much as you want, but they're gonna keep coming. These rumors. <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait for you to turn More up next patents week. patents will be coming in future. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be overwhelmed More. with patents for all sorts of different things. It's going to be amazing. You'll see. What could that be, guys? <laughs> <laughs> News then. Um, no Man's Sky finally was released. Are we just going no. straight into this? Yes, I think we should go through the stuff around release and then go into your impressions of the game. Okay. Um, because coming up later, we have an interview... Uh, to get to. I'll explain that a little bit later. Right. Uh, but we're going to cut in a little interview, do something a little bit different this week. Um, no Man's Sky was released and the buzz around the game soon died out and was taken over by people complaining and going mental. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a I've standard got, release. <laughs> yeah, I've got a take on this that, um, of course, is all you know speculation and stuff. <laughs> what could that be? Um <laughs> And uh, and so just bear with me, but I think I think there's enough evidence here to point to it, and it's probably what you've all got in your head anyway. Um, I don't think No Man's Sky was supposed to be out. I don't think it was anywhere near finished, and I think that the game we'll have by the end of the year will will look completely different to the game that's in our hands at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I tell you why. The biggest giveaway is the the infamous sticker on the back of the special edition mm. uh, copies of the game. Did you read this, Matt? Yeah, I heard about this, yeah. Yeah, so the story was um, uh, several times during uh, the build-up to release, uh, and usually towards the start of the year more than anything, the the first time I'd heard it was on The Late Show in America, I think it was back in January, um, where Hello Games was showing off, what's his name, Sean Murray, right? Yeah. He he was showing off No Man's Sky, and uh, it was all very impressive, and uh, Colbert turned around to him and said, are we able to see other players in this world? And he said, yes, but the world is so big or the universe is so big that the chances of two people meeting will is, is very, very small uh, and very unlikely to happen. Uh, then there were a few um, comments just before release from Sean on Twitter saying, don't expect this to be a multiplayer game. It's not a multiplayer game. The chances of you seeing another person in the universe because of the size of it and the mass scale um, is very, very, very minute that you'll ever get to see someone else. Um, And we've got, of course, on the second day, because, you know, gamers see that as a challenge more than anything else. Second day, two people come together on one planet and don't see each other. I Uh, can't believe that. That, that, That's the most amazing thing that's sort of been hidden by this whole... This whole story, really, is the fact that two people actually did manage to get to the same planet and the same place. That That's incredible. 
Yeah, mm. and I mean, how verified was this? Because I was hunting around for videos on YouTube and I couldn't see anything. It's all, it's all going down on that night on, on Reddit and uh, the, the two guys were streaming. They were in the exact same place. I mean, loads of other people corroborated that by watching and going mad on Reddit uh, right, at that okay. time. I mean, I haven't seen it myself, but I've seen pictures of... So the, basically, the, yeah. So basically, there's a WhatsApp group with a few um, uh, known podcasters in. You've got to be a special guest to get in there, Matt, I'm afraid. Um, a few unknown, unknown ones as well. <laughs> and uh, and it all blew up on there, didn't it? Well, first of all, there was a big argument between me and Sean. Then Sean <laughs> it wasn't an cla- argument. I'm no, sure. it wasn't. It wasn't an argument. It was a discussion. But yeah. I couldn't help winding him up a little bit. And yeah. um, uh, then, so basically, I was saying that's out of order, isn't it? Because something that they said was in the game. Okay, don't get, get me wrong. He qualified it by saying, "Look, it's a very unlikely thing to happen." Something that's not in the game that, that that was said was in the game isn't in the game right that's that's not currently in this build of the game um and then sean murray said it is it's just what did he say what was his exact quote it was something like oh it it is in the game but it's due to server issues we haven't been able to implement it yet something like that yeah something like that which is a weird sentence because it's like oh you know because if you just said due to server issues it's not working yet that's very different to due to server issues it's not implemented yeah, so that is and that's, quote, if, that's, that's yeah. even if he did say that. I'm totally paraphrasing yeah. there. Right. Um, uh, and then, of course, the PC version came out. Did it release on Friday, right? Yes. So it's already been mined to shit. All the assets have been pulled to pieces. Yeah. And um, they fa- they found what they believe to be the character model that you're playing as. Because mm. the other thing that was mentioned a few times is that you'll never be able to see the character you're playing as the only way you will get to see what they look like is by meeting someone else in the universe yeah. and seeing what you look like on their screen. Um, so they believe they found a character model in there that was supposed to represent the character you're controlling. Um, however, there is no coding or any mention of multiplayer in those system files. And that's when you go, right, okay, so it isn't in this build of the game. It isn't what's on the disc um, it isn't what's currently being downloaded in the patch. Um, it's not there. There is literally no way that two players can meet up. Um, and now there's uh, a big argument broke out. Lots of people were defending Hello Games. And um, in fact, I'm actually defending Hello Games because I genuinely don't think they were lying to their audience. And I genuinely don't think they wanted to keep it from their audience. I've got a th- feeling that these interviews and these... Um, uh, you know, the stuff they do on TV, it all falls under marketing. And I think the main push from marketing uh, was obviously it was funded by Sony because they were they were back in this project. Mm. Um, and I kind of feel that they might have been silenced on that. Um, and then going back to what I said at the beginning, then this whole sticker thing come out where the special edition of the game had a, a multiplayer online symbol on it with a sticker stuck over it without that symbol on. And uh, I don't know what the excuse was behind that, that they gave or the explanation they gave, but I think it's clear to me that the the um, those boxes were obviously printed early, early on before any decision was made on, on that sort of stuff. So here's what I'm thinking. Hello Games wanted that side of the game in it. Um, they weren't able to get it done because, as I said, like, that must be an incredibly difficult thing to do. You know, millions of people playing around this universe. How the fuck do you get them on the same server or connect in any way 
to see each other. It must be so difficult to do. Um, like even Destiny sections off portions of, of their world into different servers and it's nowhere near as smooth as it needs to be uh, when, when characters are meeting up and stuff like that. Um, I think they wanted it in the game. They haven't been able to make it and their hands have been tied about what they can say about it and how to defend themselves. That's my take on it. That's what I think has happened. And uh, if that's the case, that's helping no one because it makes Hello Games look fucking awful when they shouldn't be. And it makes the gamers pissed off because they feel lied to that maybe they don't even give a shit that there's multiplayer in it. But it's the fact that they said there was, they've bought it and it isn't, is kind of like, hold on, what the fuck? What the fuck's going on here? Um, what do you, What do you think, Sean? What was your take on it? So when the yeah, so when this multiplayer doesn't work thing first came out, I was just like, yeah, because like because the hype around this game has been so ridiculous that like everyone was just waiting for the first thing to just dive on Hello Games and Sean Murray in particular um, on, and it's like you know this fucking YouTube video is called like No Man's Lie and stuff like that. So oh, fuck off, yeah, like, Jesus Christ, like the the fucking appetite people had. To just like start diving on this game was just unreal. Well, we which is spoke why, about like, that last week, didn't we? There seemed to be so much anger towards the game before yeah. it had even been released or anything. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. One so little thing like, might have tipped people off. Yeah, yeah. So when this when this story first came out, I was just like, "Look, it's the servers are getting fucked." Like you, like even now, if you play the game, it's like if you actually look at you, you press you know press the options button and the menu comes up. You're not actually connected half the time. I assume your connection is just dropping in and out, but it's just, it just doesn't really matter for the most part um so i was just like yeah well fuck it like obviously the servers are just being weird like you know the example i gave was like you know like try and like actually play with a specific other player in dark souls for fuck's sake like that's just the way some of these games are made it's just (laughs) like yeah two people might have arrived on the same planet but the servers have gone a bit weird and they've not matched up and they've not synchronized and like whatever yeah yeah (laughs) basically um yeah because your main the main thrust of the discussion we had was um was this is one instance we don't know if this is yeah you know a proper problem or 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 if it's just that it hasn't connected for those people at that time because the servers again hammered right exactly yeah, yeah, yeah um but yeah like as time has gone on it's becoming increasingly clear that maybe that functionality just isn't in the game which i mean as i said initially like personally makes no difference to me yeah but yeah i do understand that you know poor Sean Murray's been wheeled out repeatedly for the last four years to talk about this game um, and yeah if he, if he said stuff I mean I think that is part of the problem isn't it is they've just they've been very transparent about the whole thing I think well they haven't been transparent about it no I think they've been I think they've been too transparent because I think they've talked too much in the process of making it about things oh, they I want to put in I see what you're saying this is and, like a whole like the Molyneux kind of thing isn't it yeah it's just yeah saying too much Um, Um, but then again I don't you know I don't know how much of that is them like I genuinely don't think that they would say that how do I put this I don't think that they wanted to release the game in this state they couldn't have done there's so much in there and there's so many problems with it in its current form that you kind of think they must be infuriated because this was a vision of theirs and something that they've worked on for years and years and years. And for it to get off to, to a shaky start is has got to be gutting. It's got to be gutting. So then who who forced them to release then? 
like what was the the rationale behind you know for well, we releasing don't know it? do we? we what's what's really strange is that we don't know what deal they cut with Sony because mm. Sony obviously backed this to the hilt you know um uh they did a lot of the PR stuff beforehand they did a lot of the marketing but on the flip side apparently there's references to some sort of Xbox release on mm. on the uh, PC version. Yeah, the license for the engine they're using or something is they've, they've paid for an Xbox One license as well, basically. Because yeah, they, like, so they were asked about it in an interview and they just said, we don't know what we're allowed to say <laughs> like, you know, related to that, which Brilliant. would kind of indicate that it is probably going to come, but just don't know when. Yeah, yeah and, so, and it, it's kind of like... I Maybe they needed to release it to sort of get some... Cause, you know, if they're not getting money to develop the game um, and instead are getting money to promote it, right, which would make sense if it was coming to Xbox One, then how the fuck can they continue to delay a game if they're funding it themselves? Surely they're just going to make themselves bankrupt at some point. Yeah, yeah, it could just totally be a cash flow thing. Like, look, yeah, maybe it's a case if we don't of, release look, it now, then to... we, we can't pay anyone in two months, you know. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, small company, so these things happen. But but the the the, the ultimate the, the ultimate problem here is that something that has repeatedly been said to their their you know their fans if you want to want to call them that if they can be fans with a game that that's making a debut last week you know um they've repeatedly said things that they're probably regretting now yeah. and I think and even now if they turn around and said look here's the deal we didn't make it for release um. We want to get it in there. We're going to work and try everything we can to get in there. It's that is still not going to sit right because people are going to be like, "You should have said this before we bought it, right?" Do you know what I mean? Mm. And instead, yeah, absolutely. It's instead just like they've say, kind it, of gone quiet about it. Yeah, it's like it might just be one of those impossible situations where their hands are tied, and we just may never know what the story is. Same with you know, same as with Destiny, like year one, how weird that was. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and I kind of think with like Drive Club as well. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, I mean they were very open about it once once it had come out. But like before it came out, there was all sorts. Of, I mean, you, you remember the PS Plus version that was it just went very quiet on, and there was all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And you just kind of think this is the point where you need to be straight up. You know what I mean? You want customers to buy this game. You need to be straight up with what you're getting. Mm. And um, and all the stuff that I've seen about crashes, bugs, um, and which are inevitably going to be in it, um, but but st- like bits missing from the game that we thought was going to be there, it just screams to me that this game ain't done. Um, and I don't think they'll, uh, I don't think they'll quit on it. I just think that we're going to see a very different game by the end of the year. I think we're going to see a lot of work done to this, and uh, it's going to be one of those games like Drive Club where. Once it's done, it's going to be really fucking good. But at the state that it's in, it's getting a bad rap for itself. You know what I mean? I don't think Mm. it is in a a bad state, though. I mean, it's had some crashes, but every game has crashes. I I think comparing it to Drive Club... Oh, not as many as this. (laughs) Matt, Matt, let me explain. My my copy arrived this morning. Um, I put 10 minutes into it, and it crashed straight away. Uh, I was mining something, and then it just went. 
And I just thought, oh, come on, mate. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and all right, that's an isolated incident, but I've seen people, com- so many people moaning about crashes in this game. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing it's, isolated about it. It's, it's not just the crashes, either, because, I mean, the stuff, I've not played it. I've just read other people complaining about it, and just people complaining about saying, like, gameplay parts of it aren't really very interesting and stuff like that. I mean, well, this, this is the thing. It's like the, the, the sad, boring truth... <laughs> This is that No Man's Sky is pretty good, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm enjoying it, but it's got problems, and like I say, I do think in a year's time they'll be fleshed out, ironed out, whatever. Um, things will be added, things will be fixed. Um, but I've paid 50 quid for this. <laughs> do you know do, what I mean? Do you feel that you've not really got... Your money's worth then. Okay, let's let's get into impressions because I want to hear mm-hmm. what Matt and Sean think of it. Um, how how much how far into it are you, uh, uh, Sean? Uh, I've done. I can't. Even, in terms of hours, I'm not sure. It's a, a good few like full evenings on it. I'm like ten or eleven jumps in. Uh, how about you, um, Matt? I've only. Um, <clears throat> I haven't done my first jump yet. I've only played for one night. Uh, I think I've played on about three hours or so. Right. Okay. So. What 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 were your first impressions, Matt? Um, I mean, first of all, I thought it, I thought it looked gorgeous. I mean, the um the colours uh, I, I think are great, and it, it, I think it looks really unique because it can you know, compared to a, a lot of other games I've seen recently. It's not just filled with brown. It, it looks really unique. Um, I think the sense of scale is pretty off the chart. Um, I, I know obviously that there is issue with potential variety on those these planets, but just. Just the, the the feelings you get when you can shoot off in space and go anywhere, it it, it feels really really impressive. Um, I've only been on like three or four planets, but the feelings you get when leaving a planet and entering the atmosphere of another one, and it, it, I, I I think that 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 feels like a really special moment for me. Um, I may not play it, you know, I may not play it for longer than a month, but I think that's already given me a really awesome moment. Just the sense of landing on a planet and you know leaving a planet in like a really simple. So a reasonable button combination you don't need to do you don't need to have lots of controls just literally just lift off and then land I, I think that's done really really well really simple um yeah you know, I, I mean i've only played yeah three or so hours but i've enjoyed what i've played so far um I, yeah it I, is I'm, like so i was gonna say it is, it is really impressive how smoothed out everything is yeah um like genuinely i've mean, done a great like, job like if you if, like if you play something like elite dangerous which You've played a bit, haven't you, Dave? Uh, Elite da- No, I haven't actually, but I was tempted to, but no, I haven't played any of Elite Dangerous. Basically, so. Elite I, is I like... I played the preview on, on Xbox. Okay. It's, it's like, it's well complex, isn't it? Which is sort of the point, and it, and it thrives off that. Like, it's like it's really satisfying just landing your ship without fucking blowing it to pieces and stuff. Like, it's... <laughs> whereas this is, like, the exact opposite end of, of the scale, and that's fine. Like, it... it works really well as a result and like you say the the scale of it there is something amazing about like you can be on a planet and you can see um say like you've done a scan in space and it's told you about something that's on another planet right you land on a different planet and you're looking at the sky and you can see them you can see the planet in the sky and you can see the marker on the planet of this this objective or whatever that your scanner's found and it's like that's not the game saying on this planet somewhere like it is pointing at the thing like and you can get in your ship and you can point at it and fly towards it and you will get there do you know what i mean like it's <laughs> like it's not just like a strange sort of abstraction it's like no that is literally where it is and it's across fucking space 
Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, that is really cool. Um, how's 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 getting there though is it fun to get to that point like because i mean it's all well and good looking at a a little blip off into a distance but if it's not actually any fun to fly there then what's the point well yeah i mean this is where it gets weird because yeah like it although it is cool that you can just point at it and and you know turn your ship on and fly towards it that is usually it (laughs) you you can just fly in a straight like there's never any you never really have to navigate to anything, like whether you're in the ship or whether you're on foot. Like, um, like everything's so smooth out that, like, yeah, if you're in space, you point at the icon and you press your your boost buttons, and that you know in thirty seconds you'll be there. And when you're on foot on a planet, like they've obviously reined in the algorithms a bit that generate the planets, so that nothing, like, there's never anything that's completely impassable. Like, so there's never, you know, you never like land on a planet and be like, holy shit, there's the Grand Canyon or, or whatever. It's all just, just sort of wavy hills <laughs> and like the occasional cliff. Um, but you can just sort of fly up cliffs anyway with your jetpack because it doesn't, like your, your jetpack has like limited uses, but if you're just climbing up a wall, it doesn't deplete. You can just keep going infinitely. So like, again, when you're on a planet, it's like, okay, there's an objective, you know, 300 meters in this direction. You just point at it and walk forwards. Right. Like there's no like there's no like well shit there's a cliff here or there's a river here and I need to get or I need to get around this mountain or this valley or anything it's just I just walk towards it it's fine hmm. <laughs> um, okay and like you like everyone who plays the game like oh man when I first loaded it up my starting planet had like like it was had like acid rain and it was like really bad because I thought that was really rare it's fucking not like every planet has. Like it's either acid rain or it's radioactive or it's really cold or it's really hot. <laughs> and just every planet just has a thing that like a bar drains as you're there and you have to keep topping it up so that you don't die. What What's the process you've got to go through to top that sort of stuff up? You find minerals as you go around. There's like red crystal, red crystals dotted around. There's flowers and stuff. There's, um, there's animals you can kill if you want. Um, but because all the materials that you use to recharge your suit and your ship and stuff because you you fucking need them like to get around and to not die so basically every planet has more or less the same stuff on it so it is literally just about landing on a planet and scanning shooting some rocks until you find the resource that you need and then you just continue yep hmm 50 quid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, uh, i'm being unfair so you, you you find like little outposts and stuff um which is again is a bit odd because you're supposed to be like you know the person discovering these worlds and it's like no mate there's loads of other people have already been here clearly um and that those sort of little encounters range from like sometimes it'll just be like a weird sort of port cabin with <laughs> with like a um like an equipment blueprint in it Sometimes you get these like little factories and stuff that you have to break in and there's like alarms going off because something's gone wrong in the factory, probably because some cunt's just blown the door open. Um, and you have to like do a little puzzle and solve that. Sometimes you get, um, you'll sort of find like distress signals where like a ship's crashed and that's sort of one of the ways you can get a new ship. And that's quite cool because you just sort of show up and, um, like the ship will just be crashed in the ground and then you open it, like you have to open up like its inventory and you can see which of its systems are fucked. 
and you've got to like then you've got to figure out how to get the resources together to fix it and stuff that can be quite fun but yeah, there's well. a lot of just just traveling about like you sort of you very quickly realize that like the planets are just sort of disposable like i mean I'm, i must have seen sort of 20 to 25 planets now there's been maybe three that i've genuinely like really loved and like wanted to just hang around there but i've had to be like look no this isn't the game i need to just fuck off but most of them you just get there and you're like right planet where's a plutonium good got some of that bit boring i'm gonna leave what's the what's the um the sort of aerial combat like it's not brilliant um it's like just sort of really basic you know like when flight sims you just just chasing little markers on your hood half the time yeah and you're just spinning around constantly a lot of that um one of the things is like you'll occasionally there'll be like massive fleets of like big capital ships or freighters and stuff and there'll be like a distress signal because some pirates are attacking them you're like right cool i'll go and help them out if you like accidentally hit any of the massive ships that you're supposed to be protecting they just fucking turn on you and it's like oh good is it easy to do that? Yeah, like really easy. Because they're absolutely massive and you're just shooting like little whizzy pirate ships that are yeah, flying yeah. around. Um, yeah, and you just get laid to fuck and you die. So you- I mean, I could I could go on, but I just like, like I say, I'm, sort of, I'm sick of people having a go at the game. But just because I'm like, not that they're wrong, I'm just sort of bored of hearing it. <laughs> and I'm, though, bored, Sean, like, I'm bored of myself saying it. And- <laughs> before you started speaking, Sean, I was really, I still mm. was really excited about this game because even all the criticism, it still looks really interesting to me. But you've made mm. it really sound like yeah, not interesting you've at me all. down, Sean, and, and I like the <laughs> this game. This is the thing, right? If you like, if you just go in expecting something quite relaxing, like it, like it is pretty nice. Like I'm, I am enjoying it. I'm still playing it. Um. But like you're just constantly thinking, like, why aren't the planets like a bit more interesting? And why aren't like why can't I get missions where it's like, oh, some fucking robots have taken over this facility, go and fly to this planet and like bomb them with your ship and then get out on foot and and take out the rest of them. And like just there's so much stuff. Like and you know, as like as Dave says, in a year's time I'm sure the game will be unrecognizable. I'm sure all the things that you might wish were in the game you know, they're already planned because they're such obvious, like, inclusions. Um, but yeah, 50 quid. <laughs> it seems like a sticking point for you, the price. And considering <laughs> over the weeks we've no, been like, saying, I... <laughs> oh, why are people complaining about the price? It's, uh, no, it's I, quite I don't want to be, yeah, like, I, I don't want to be one of those people like, oh, you know, it's an indie game. It should be fucking six quid. Like, no, that's bollocks. Um but yeah, I do feel a bit like maybe I should have just waited. Yeah. Um, so, Matt, what I mean, can you relate to any of the stuff that Sean's saying at all? Um, I, I can. I mean, again, so I've only played it for like three hours. Um, but I feel like um, now obviously there was so much hype about it. Um, but it really is still a, like in my mind an indie game developed by like 12 guys from brian or whatever i don't know i i, I mm. still feel like it, it's hugely impressive for, for what i set out to do yes it may not reach all the all the goals that we may be led to believe or that we might have had in our heads or that some trailers might have suggested but i i think i think i think what i've done is is really incredible and yes there, there, there's loads of there's issues loads of things you can nitpick about it and uh, a lot of things that sean said are totally valid and even in my three short hours have annoyed me a little bit, but I still think there's lots you could probably get out of it. And um, mm. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe paying fifty quid feels a bit expensive, but for me, I feel like I feel like I'll definitely get my money's worth over the next like, few weeks and months. I think there will be loads of big updates that will make me go back. Maybe. Um, I mean, I, 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 I'm a massive space fan. I love films like Interstellar, <laughs> that sort of stuff. So for me, like just being in space, traveling, all that sort of stuff just feels good, and it's it's fun to just just being around there. Yes, I wish there was almost like uh, the GTA Bigfoot rumor conspiracy where maybe like <laughs> you might find out someone went to a certain location and there was like a rumor of seeing someone else on the planet, or maybe there's like a a hatch from lost type of thing on a certain planet and people are like, oh my god hang on have you heard if you go to this planet and do this sort of certain thing there's a huge underground city i don't know there's loads of things that i would want like other mysteries yeah, but how could you how can you do that i i i, I don't know i mean there's a in, in something they could so big yeah yeah I, I don't know how they i don't know how they could but um there's lots of things they could add to, to make it different and better uh, absolutely but i think i think it's well worth playing regardless i don't think anyone should put off just because there are some some issues um i think a lot of people can get a lot of things out of it and for some people this will be their favorite game of all time there's enough to keep some people going forever i i, I truly believe that um but i'll, yeah, I'll anyway, definitely can keep I, playing can it. I just say something because you see the thing is you're saying there's a couple of niggles but then what after what sean said it just sounds really boring and surely <laughs> as as a game that's a bit of a problem like if it's not really very interesting to play like it's not... i mean it, it depends who you talk to like like i say i mean yeah, it depends yeah, on like you sort of describe it know. and you sort of, when you're sort of <laughs> describing like what you actually do, it's like, oh God, that does sound bollocks, but, but, but I am enjoying just flying around and pottering about planets and like, even if some of them are boring, like you just sort of, like it's such a, a non-issue to just land and be like, I don't really like it here, I'm going to get back in my ship and fuck off. You can just do that and that's pretty amazing. Um, See, because can, can you though, because the, the stuff that I've... I've heard you need certain items to just take off, right? You do, but they're like I say, they're everywhere, which is sort of which is handy, but also and can you build up of... to the point where you don't need to do that for a long while? Um, yeah, I mean, I think like get basically gathering like a bit of plutonium, um, and like fully charging up your your takeoff thrusters get like that gets you like four takeoffs i believe yeah you can also um, collect stuff whilst in space you can shoot asteroids and they give yes. you uh, materials to keep going further for everyone yeah 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 yeah. right i don't know i, I just i i, I think if you kind of not what anything, i was expecting be boring as fuck yeah i know but i'm what i'm saying is that, that like this doesn't sound really like what i was expecting and what you said there matt about Hey, I wanted a game where, you know, suddenly the internet would be filled with some incredible little Easter eggs and random things that people have come across. And I must admit, like today is the first time I've seen a few really cool things, like animals that that are just so weird through this algorithm of of putting these uh these animals together, whatever they use to put them together and decide what bits go where. Um, I thought that was pretty cool, but. I was expecting like I don't know weird oasis a waste like an oasis to be uh, discovered <laughs> somewhere you know what I mean like some sort mm. of a, a tropical paradise or amazing vistas and stuff like that and it there's been a couple but they've all looked pretty similar and yeah. that kind and of it's like, and like the oh. universe is so big and it's such a pain in the ass to get around that there's there's no like you know like if you find an amazing world there's no like oh lads fucking Get yourselves over yeah, here. I was about it's to say amazing. Exactly the same thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you can see some amazing stuff, but it's not like. Um, I think it's Starbound, where every planet has a coordinate, yes. and you can just say, hey, I found something amazing, yeah. come to these coordinates. Even if, like, I don't see Sean, I can still say Sean goes to these coordinates, she can go to that planet mm. and see the cool stuff or collect all the gold. It doesn't have that. God, that would be so good, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. To send coordinates to other people yeah. so that they can see this sort they, of shit I'm themselves. I'm not asking for me, Sean, to meet up and, and you know play together, because that's clearly something right now he can't do, but... The ability to send a location or to share a location somehow, yeah, I, I think that would yeah, be pretty God, awesome. God, man. I've that got would, loads, of ideas, that loads would... of things I want them to do in the future and they could do. Um, yeah. Well, let's let's hear a couple. Well, uh, maybe sending coordinates would be a cool one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, another I, 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 I one of my ideas, or well, non-idea, but I want to basically know what the end game is going to be like. Because in my, in, my, in my hopes, the end game is going to be quite different from what it is now. I, I, how far do you think you are through the game, Sean? Do you have any, any I was gonna indication? Say, from what I've heard from people who've made it towards the end, apparently it's basically the same. See, I was hoping it'd be quite basic mm. at the beginning, and uh, as you ramp up towards the center of the, the universe or galaxy, whatever, that things would get mm. more complex. There would be different things to see and do, and you'd have to maybly have more more of a strategic element to get to the center, and things would change. But uh, it's going to be exactly the same not. gameplay. Then mm. that, that sounds like an actual game. That. Um, <laughs> Yeah, because one of the the other weird comments that um, Sean Murray said on the on the sort of very late build up to the game was that um, although it's a very solo experience, they will be there will be things in the game that will make it very clear that you're discovering the game with other people that you're not actually just in the world or the universe on on your own. And I've seen nothing that indicates say, that that's the case yeah. in what we're playing at the moment. So maybe that's something that's coming for later or something they're working on. I think on. there's like a function on the galaxy map where you can you can get it to highlight like systems that other people have actually been to. But I've not tried it. And even then, it would take me too far off course for what I'm trying to do anyway, so probably wouldn't bother. Is there, is there a breadcrumb thing? Is there any way of showing you where you've been on the map? Some sort of... You know, like I don't when... I think it's there a- is, no. I mean, you have like... Um, Basically, when you start the game, apparently there's like three paths you can take in the game. There's like three, um, like sort of mission structures. I've only found one, and everyone I speak to has only found one, so I don't fully know what that's about. Um, but yeah, basically, there's this thing called uh, Atlas, which is something about unraveling the secrets of the galaxy. And it's just like basically you're sort of traveling from system to system and you're just trying to find these like big Atlas um, stations. Which then help you on your way. Um, so I'm just following that at the moment. Basically, there's that, and then there's I think like trying to just get to the center of the universe is supposed to be like another path that you can follow. But there's no like there's no actual missions for it or anything. It's just get on with it. <laughs> um, so are there are there any sort of missions as as we you know recognize? Are there is there anything that goes? Not, not really. Like at, at the start of the game. Um, it basically takes you through like a series of objectives um, where it's just sort of showing you the sort of thing you will discover for yourself, basically. So like you start out and it's like, hey, right, your ship's fucked. Here's how you repair your ship. And then you do that. It's like, right, here's how you take off. Here's how you go into hyperdrive. And then you're in, you're in the next system. It's like, oh, there's a, a distress signal over here. Why don't you go have a look? Oh, it's a much better ship. And it just sort of takes you through the sort of things you'll just be doing by yourself for the rest of the game. Mm. Um, but that's 
yeah other than that it's like oh yeah get to this this system that's like four or five jumps away and and what and then you get to like then you get to one of these atlas um stations where um you get like a load of tech blueprints and figure out some more alien words that's um you know last week i was talking about um out there chronicles Yes, as a sort of spin-off from Out There. This game nicks everything from Out There. <laughs> really? Like what, what, what? All, yeah, just like all the whole thing about like getting around costly resources, and you got to constantly sort of keep yourself afloat in that regard. And the alien language stuff. Um, basically, again, they've totally lifted. Where you sort of, when you have conversations with aliens, or there's like certain monuments you can find and stuff that it will go like, right, you now know the alien word for this. Um, and then it will translate that word for you in future. Yeah, like I um, saw Jim Trinker uh, sort of taking jabs at that in the game, mm. where it's like you're uh, you, you have to give do you have to give like sort of elements and uh, items up to start. Yeah, you can feed aliens and they'll keep talking to you. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like uh, you give them something that's actually worth quite a bit of uh, a value to to whatever you're doing and mm. you get a single word for that and it's kind of like yep. oh fuck off give me, <laughs> give me something a little bit more like the, like the reward system isn't high enough to make you yeah. want to do that it's um, just this thing where like one of, so one of the alien races is called the gek and um yeah and like sometimes you'll learn a word and it's like well done you learned the gek word for gek it's like, oh, is it is it Gek? <laughs> um, I I don't mind that stuff, but it, yeah, it is weird, like how it's totally lifted from out there. Well, and do you see the benefit of that? Like, sorry. sorry, sorry. Do you see the benefit of that? Like, do you have you come across a sentence that someone said and just gone, oh wow, cool? I would never have guessed that. They yeah, were talking about kind that. of. It's mostly like a puzzle thing. Like, basically, you'll you'll go to an alien and they're say like their suit's fucked because it's taken damage or something or they're starving because they've not got any food and they'll just say to you what they want in their language mm. and then you start being able to de- you know it's like you'll get like three options like give them some of this material or some of this one or, or whatever um so obviously you start being able to translate those and actually be like oh right shit he needs food i'll feed him and then it gives you an item or whatever wow this but is really um this is really bumming me out because I was genuinely really, really excited to play it. Um, the thing was, I was hoping you were going to have played it properly before we talked about it because I know, like in you know, in the WhatsApp group, you've been saying how excited you are, and I'm a bit like, I think you might not like it, but I didn't want to bang on about it. Yeah, but there's loads just... of games that people like say that about me. I think people have got some weird impression of me that I'm that. The... But it's not <laughs> FIFA, Dave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like there's a lot of people that just think I sit and play FIFA and Call of Duty. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's not really the case. I don't mind. I don't mind stuff that's not terribly too difficult to understand. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, you know, as as I said, like I am, I've failed to find a game that I could quite happily stick on and just buzz around in for a while. Um, it used to be. Uh, Amped was one of them. Then mm-hmm. it was, uh, then it was, um, uh, uh, what was it Crackdown, and then um, Just Cause, and mm. it it sort of every now and then a game comes out that I just I keep going back to and just fucking around in, and I was hoping that this would be that, um, 
That um, is, yeah, that is basically the the niche that it fills. So if that's what you're after, like it yeah. is just a really nice. Like a lot of people have said, oh, like you know, it's my new favorite game uh, for when I'm listening to podcasts. I like it because it's something I can stick on and not like ignore the wife. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. play it and be in the room at the same time. Um, like on on that level, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just eager to go back to it, and I'm uh, hmm. I'm excited to do it. I've been busy; I haven't really had a chance to. But um, I mean, this I definitely think this will be some people's favorite game of all time. Like, do, do, I, know, I know Sean's picked up loads of issues of it, and a lot of them are true. But don't know that anyone's listening to this. I think it's still worth giving it a go. I think they'll still give some don't good moments. Listen to Sean. Ignore <laughs> Sean Bell, everyone. Show my. I think it's still worth. I, I'm really interested to see what you see, what, what you what you say next week, Dave. Because yeah, you could love it. I mean. I I guess I I can't really say I played enough to really give a conclusive view, but from what I played, I've enjoyed it, and um, I'm definitely good to see more. And yeah, six months time, yeah, yeah. who knows what can what what this game could be like? No, absolutely, like I'm I'm fully prepared that in a year's time, this will be like one of my favorite games ever. I mean, I you know I keep coming back to it, but look at Destiny, yeah. um, these things happen. And if, so if and gonna... James earlier said that this sounds boring, I mean, in Destiny, I've lost count of hours, like I've played <laughs> just collecting. Um, you know all the materials in that game and like shooting the same enemies and doing the same things over and over and over and over and over again for like tens and tens of hours and i've still yeah I was still but you it. can't really compare can you because the gameplay no, is but, just but, but, so no, fucking good if you, good if in you that said game. okay so in this game called destiny you basically go around and you collect plants um and you can use like <laughs> seven thousand plants to like do something else it sounds boring but if that if that gameplay makes you feel good and you enjoy it then it doesn't matter how boring it sounds if you enjoy it you enjoy it I yeah, but that's, that's definitely elements that's of different, though, Matt. I, 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 I don't think you can make that comparison because no, I'm, not, I'm not directly comparing. You describe any game, and if you describe it black and white, it will say, it could sound boring. But that yeah, doesn't no, mean no, people absolutely. get enjoyment out of it. No, absolutely. But by the sounds of it, the stuff that's making it boring is is not just trivialising things that are in the game. It's actually that there's not enough to really sink your teeth into. Oh yeah, so like oh, yeah I, I think yeah. there's still there's still a valid that's still a valid criticism it's you know it's not very entertaining to play um and you could get like i mean as you say you could turn around and say about titanfall oh all you do is run about shooting people and uh, but then that that doesn't really work because the gameplay is so fucking good that, that yeah stuff I, I i certainly would compare amazing. titanfall but <laughs> no uh i don't know i see i'm I'm really disappointed about this because I hope it is good. I was planning to buy a PS4 for this game. Yeah, buy a PS4, but not for this. <laughs> what what should he buy it for? I don't know. Bloodborne. Bloodborne is a good game. Um, yeah, no, James. Like, because talking of um, false perceptions of people, uh, someone in our little group of friends turned around and said, "Let me have a guess about uh, what." What the latest computer game show is going to be like? Uh, Matt absolutely loves uh, No Man's Sky, and James he absolutely hates it, and despises it, and can't wait to rag on it. And I said, actually, you're right about Matt, but <laughs> James is um, almost buying a PlayStation Four for it. Um, what are you going to do? You're going to go ahead with it. Where, where are you now? Are you back in England yet? No, I'm still in Switzerland at the moment. Right, what, are you still are you in a laundry cupboard? I am actually, yeah, and it's really hot. I want to open the window, but I can't <laughs> because there's just constant traffic outside and you'll complain. So <laughs> it is you know. blazing out here as well, actually. I'm really hot in my front room. Um 
so what what i mean after all this discussion and after all the stuff you've read on twitter and and what's not uh what are you thinking well i'm still i'm still to be honest i'm still planning to buy one because there's a lot of other stuff that i want to play and um but i'm waiting until i get back and i'm also waiting until after the announcement of the neo or whatever it is going to be in september because i'm not going to get one of those but maybe the prices will go down for the um yeah for the standard unit I think they've got to, right? They haven't really dropped as much as the Xbox One has, and that's kind of understandable looking at how the sales have gone. Um, but I think the PS4 will come down in price, especially after the Neo announcement. See, uh, I was getting just excited thinking about getting one, to be honest, because I haven't, I haven't owned a Sony console since, like, 2004, I think it was, and I've missed a oh. lot of stuff, and there's there's a lot of things that I really, really want to play. And so, yeah, it's... It's good. What's on your list? What's on your hit list? Well, just things like, you know, Shadow of the Glossus. Never played it. Totally fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never played that. That game is so good. Yeah. There's um yeah, there's just like a lot Did of stuff. Did you play Heavy Rain? Nope, not played that. I'd love yeah. to know what you think of that. Jesus, yeah. that was that was a game that split opinion. See, and it's one of those things where I was like looking at it and I was just thinking, why haven't I bought one of these? Because there's just so much stuff that's really like that, I really like. That's like really suitable for me, and it's just properly stubborn. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, oh no, no, because these guys are playing that, so I'm gonna get this, which I suppose is partly our fault. I'm not sure we'd still have an Xbox One, Matt, if, <laughs> no. if no. it wasn't for all of our mates demanding that Probably we use not. it. But there you go. You play, you get what your mates play. So that's the that's the rule. Um, hmm. Okay, cool. I think maybe that's enough. No Man's Sky chat for now. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's a lot more still to be played. Sean's going to keep playing it. I'm going to join it this week. Uh, I'm going to try and hammer it, hammer it during the week. And Matt, you still got a lot to uh, wrap your head around by the sounds of it. Yeah, I've only only played for uh, one night, so I've got loads to play. I mean, the information, the buzz around it is still strong. I think that the news websites are still obsess, uh, obsessively talking about it. I think we're going to be a, uh, we're going to lo- know a lot more. Ne- by this time next week. I mean, it, it, it's it's and... gone gangbusters regardless. It's like the second biggest like PS4 launch in the UK ever, and that's just physical copies. I think it did really well on Steam. Yeah. So mm. it it's it's sold incredibly well already, regardless of the lukewarm reviews. Um, well, I mean, even if it is, you know, even if it 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 has been a disappointment for a large amount of people. Um, even if that is the case, and I don't know if that's true. Maybe it's just the the vocal minority. Um, but even if it has been a big failure for a lot of people, I think the amount of money that it's made or or will have made um, is only likely to help it. And and if um, Hello Games see that there's a lot of people playing it, that they're really going to pile that money back, a lot of that money back into the game. You know what I mean? I think um, there's still a lot of work to be done there. Uh, yeah. And that's going from that's just going from anecdotal evidence. I've, as I said, I mean, I've played it for ten minutes. I know I keep using an example, but it, I think it's a valid one. It, like Destiny wasn't great when it came out, and the, they listened to their the fans and the community, and they updated it about a billion times. And now it's a a vastly different game, a vastly better game. And um, if more companies like like that can listen listen to their fans and make as many changes as Bungie could, then um, who knows where mm. this game will be in six months or a years time. Yeah, that's all I'm saying is that you're talking about Bungie versus Hello Games, and it's um, it's going to be a very different thing, isn't it? How quickly can they turn this stuff out with the team the size they've got? You know, their biggest asset might be their biggest downfall with this game. You just don't know. 
Um, and we'll have to wait and see what sort of announcements they make in the next future. I think they've got to talk to their fans, haven't they, before the end of the week? I think there's a lot of people waiting for them to speak up a little bit. Uh, yeah. And they've got to say something eventually. So let's see. Let's see. Right, okay. No Man's Sky is now put on the back burner until probably at least the questions section of the show. Um, but uh, maybe even until next week. Uh, we don't know. James, what have you been playing? I finished uh, Metroid Other M. Um, okay, Matt, what have you, sorry, no, go on. <laughs> what did you think of it? Well, see, I say I finished it, but I haven't done... There's like an epilogue um, which happens like, after the credits, but I can't face it, to be honest, like to play. Um, but... No, because no, that makes it sound. Well, I don't know. I just feel done with it at the moment because I just. I mean, it is actually a, quite a good game. It's. It's. Um. Yeah, it is quite a good game. Um. If it didn't, you see, I just feel if it didn't have Metroid in the name, it wouldn't have been given so much abuse, and people would remember it a lot more fondly, because the combat mm. system, although it's really simplistic, is really fun. But yeah, as a Metroid game, obviously it doesn't work, and that's probably why it's got so much abuse. Sean, have you played this? I have, and I am basically, yeah, I'm I'm the person that um, James is talking about because I was, <laughs> I like I tried to play it, and I was just like, is it a fucking Metroid game? And I think I'd rented it, so I was just fucking chucked it back in the post, um, which is which is shitty of me, because um, like I so say, there's plenty of people who've just gone like, no, if you just stop looking at it as a Metroid game, it's fine. It's like um, Star Fox Command on the DS. Did any of you ever yeah. played that? See, that was also a pretty good game. It, it wasn't bad at it all. It was. Yeah. But, yeah, but if you, you had to, again, you had to go through that process of, like, stop thinking it's a Star Fox game, because if you treat it as a Star Fox game, it isn't one, and you just get annoyed, and that's just, that's stupid. Um, so, yeah, similar thing. I mean, one of my regrets is not playing that Star Fox game on the uh, GameCube. Was it Star Fox Adventures? It wasn't very good. Uh, was it not oh, very good? The, well, there was a couple, wasn't there? There was no. so the Star Fox Adventures, which originally wasn't meant to be a Star Fox game. It was and Dinosaur it Planet got, it was going to be, yeah. That's the one, yeah. yeah. Um, and then there was, was it Star Fox Assault? Yeah, it was Star Fox Assault. And I think, didn't they do a mm. sequel to that? I can't remember. But it was... Oh, I don't know. Assault was really not very good because they tried to sort of do... You know, it was another shooter, like, basically. But then... See, Star Fox Adventures mm. wasn't that bad, actually, I don't think. Mm. I mean, it was a like a kind of a Zelda clone, but like a not very good Zelda clone. But it still what? wasn't terrible. Yeah, it's weird. It's just one of those games that's stuck in my head for years that I just thought... I should have played that at some point, and there's 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 a fucking bunch of them. Jet Force Gemini was it the rare oh, game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some yeah. reason, never played it, and always regretted not playing it. Um, uh, you have to, there's, there's a fucking ton of them, but uh, yeah, that's one of them for some reason. Anyway, how did we get onto this? Um, did you have the problems with it that because something that um, uh, Chet said when he was on the show was that it had some weird sort of character ruining moments in it yeah yeah it was well i mean for one it was just like why is everyone talking why is there dialogue like to me metroid's always been about isolation and going mad on your own yeah and weird and unfamiliar environments whereas this was like yeah there's a fucking team of marines and and samus has got a crush on a superior officer and oh and that was the other thing like metroid's metroid games always found like dumb ways to um uh, make sure that you have to unlock all your power ups at the you know start yeah. of each game. Like a suit gets suit uh, gets damaged or something. Whereas this was like literally, this commanding officer's told you you're not allowed 
Yeah, it, I mean, and that that is the worst thing because then by the time you get to the end of the game and yeah. it's unlocked everything, and you're just thinking mm. that was a ri- that's so ridiculous excuse. This game would have been so much easier <laughs> if, if you'd have just let me do yeah. that. You know, it's just uh, yeah. Well, you're not allowed. What, what do you mean? Well, no, literally, the guy says like, "Oh, Samus, I don't want you using any of your abilities unless I tell you otherwise." Yeah, it's it says like you know, you're well, and not- then throughout the game goes. Okay, Samus, you can use that one now. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's like, in, oh my like God. in the beginning, it's like, you're not authorised to use missiles. And it's like, then you, then you like later, he's like, yeah, you can use them now. And it's just, it's, <laughs> it's, it's terrible. But you see, this is the biggest problem because it's, it, the game is incredibly linear. And that's, the, that's, that's really the main problem with it. Like, the way that you get power-ups doesn't lead to more exploration. I mean, usually in Metroid games, the whole point is that, you know, you get like, some new ability, then you can go back to other areas you know, and use the new abilities to advance. You know, it's kind of like, it is a kind of like guided discovery kind of thing with that. And it is kind of a cheat because really you are actually following what the designer wants you to do anyway. But it's still a very fun cheat because it makes, it gives the impression of freedom and exploration and it makes you feel clever as well, which is like one of Mm. the really good things about it. But in this, they just don't do that and they just hold you by the hand and... Yeah, the only exploration you do is to get items, but there doesn't seem to be any need to do this. There's like no point. And yeah, it's just it's this whole sort of like you're not allowed to use this. Now you're allowed to use it. It's it's very strange. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Do not give a fuck about the but, characters. I mean, that's the whole thing. And also like with the the awful cutscenes, like Sean said. I mean, it, it totally destroys like a lot of like what Metroid is. Like if you, I mean, if you just totally ignore them, which is what I did. Then and just focus on the gameplay. It's actually a good game. It's just it destroys a lot of what was really good about Metroid. And I can totally understand why people. I really like Metroid, and I can un- really understand why people really dislike this game. But as an actual, you know, gameplay experience, it's fun. It's um, it's good. It's Team Ninja. It's um, it's a good game. Was our boys? Uh, <laughs> I failed to want to call them that anymore after uh, what they did with the Dead or Alive series, but there you go. Yeah, I um, it wasn't that bad. Last time we played it, it was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, but then it still had all the creepy shit in it, didn't That's it? That's true, yeah. You guys love that. Mean... Okay. Um... <laughs> Matt, you finally completed uh, the Uncharted series. I did. I finished Uncharted. Apart from this the is... Vita one. This is a little bit. This is maybe why I didn't play as much No Man's Sky this week. But yeah, I really wanted to get Uncharted Four finished, and I did that. <laughs> and um, I'm happy I did actually. Uh, I think it ended really well. Uh, there's a couple of levels towards the end where it was just like a billion men to kill again, and it is what it is. But I think overall it's a really good, really good ending. And I think it's absolutely the right time to end it. I think it, it, the, when after it ended, I sort of managed to forget some of the, the, the shit moments, and it's like when a really good TV show ends, you think, well. Yeah, you know, I I can forget the odd, the odd dodgy episode and the odd bit of with a bit where things went weird and overall it was a really great show and and like this I think it's a really great series um but it's also the perfect time to end it. What makes you say that? Because I I don't think I don't think they could do much more right now without without fundamentally changing how what the game does and and how it does it. Yeah, I, I mean I mean I said the same thing in my review. It, it felt like they'd had enough. And they wanted to go out with a bang, and I think they succeeded in doing doing that. You know what I mean? They tied the story up perfectly. It doesn't need anything else. And um, I mean, I can't imagine them doing anything better with the mechanics that they've got. In you know, otherwise it's not going to be an Uncharted game. You know what I mean? It'll be such a big. It would be 
like a jump from the Tomb Raider series to the Tomb Raider reboot. You know what I mean? It feel completely different and yeah, wouldn't really I, feel right having being associated with it. You know. Another weird thing is that you feel like you have seen. It's probably just obviously the um well once the graphics are just obviously getting been getting better and better, but also the story content's been changing and it's much more of a sort of real life mature story in this latest one. And for me, it's totally weird saying it, but it feels almost like you've seen Drake grow up, grow up a bit, and um, it feels like another. It feels like as if you're talking as like another another Indiana Jones film would be way too old for 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 Harrison Ford to do another one. It feels a bit like if you do another another Drake, another Nathan Drake game. It feels like he's he's just getting on a bit now. It feels like it wouldn't be right for him to do another one. I know it's totally weird because obviously he's not an actor, but I guess obviously it's the way that these um, these games are written and um, the way the characters are interacting, and certainly this new one, the new relationships that the characters are forging. It feels like another one would just be too old and it'd be too much, and um, it would wouldn't feel right. Does that does that make any sense whatsoever? Yeah, no, totally. It feel hmm. like when Only Fools and Horses made them lose their money after winning, <laughs> yeah, just to come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god they're back again oh my god they're making terrible jokes about immigrants <laughs> now <laughs> and that that's we've all passed that now haven't we uh but you haven't um yeah i i i i thought i i just would be so disappointed to see anything else come out with nathan drake on it i thought where they left it was so well done i think they um, will i think they will at one point but right now i feel like think, it's not the right time yeah also i have got a feeling that it's going to be too tempting i mean say their next game doesn't do well and then they follow it up with another game that doesn't do quite as well and they're thinking actually another uncharted game would earn us a, a fuck ton of money i i, I <laughs> think regardless of the story i think for the uncharted series is too big too big of a cat you know of a of a it's just too big of a cash cow to not go back to but i just think story-wise good time to end it i mean i can't see why the game's not being successful frankly with the the stuff they do and how they do it um but um i think it's probably time to not do another one of these um i, I enjoyed it but it's just it, it, i think it's a good time to end it definitely um i was wondering because sean hasn't played this I was kind of wondering why, if I could finally say that line that really sort of stuck out for me at the end. Do you think that that's okay to do now I'm, at this point? I'm fairly sure saying one I, line. I don't mind. Okay, so uh, all right, so there was one line where it was not right at the very end, but it was towards the end uh, that made me go. It sounds too obvious when I read it out because I wrote it down um, word for word, right, um, and. It sounds too obvious out of context. In context, it really works with the situation these characters were in. But uh, Nathan Drake turns to his brother, Sam, towards the end and says, um, as thrilling as the next adventure may be, in the end, you're always left with that same feeling. Sometimes you've got to choose what you keep and what you've got to let go. That was the line, right? And that, to me, was Naughty Dog saying to their audience, look, Mm. As thrilling as it would be to do another Uncharted, we're going to get to the end of it and still be looking for another adventure for that. And sometimes you've got to sit back and say, look, we want to keep these franchises and we've got to let this one go now. Uh, and I was like, wow, what what a fantastic way to just tie it up and explain to me why you want to move on from Uncharted and explain to me why you don't want to do any more. 
um, mm. and you've done it without it sticking out like a sore thumb. Because I've spoken to people that have also completed it, and they're like, I didn't really pick up on that because it was really within the context of the story. And and um, if there was planned uncharted, it wouldn't, you know, be out of place to be in this. Um, but because I knew it, that this was, you know, the the ending to that series, that line sort of just hit me like a ton of bricks, and I kind of thought, hey that's it then isn't it you're done with uncharted i feel kind of done with uncharted let's look back on it as a fucking great series i had a few ups and downs in it don't get me wrong like I, I, as i said i wasn't a massive fan of the third one but um i think what it was was something that i remember for as as being one of these iconic iconic computer game characters do you know what i mean yeah uh, I, I, and i think that cool. the, the, the last third of the game was one massive goodbye there's loads of other lines you could have picked out there where yeah. it's you know it's, it's about it feels like it's the end of an of an adventure and it could be the end of the last adventure. Uh, I think there's yeah, a, there I was that the, line. The there was that line when Nathan bird. Drake. There was that line uh, where Nathan Drake turned to uh, is it who's his um, girlfriend? Ele- Elena. Elena and 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 said, um, "Do you know what, Elena? I just want to do another last last of us. So coming 2017, <laughs> yeah, and then he winks at the camera." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then plays on his PS1. Um, Right, good. I'm glad you played that. I haven't really got much to say this week. I've kind of played the usual. I've got a few things that I just want to kind of point out. Um, Rocket League now is my FIFA. Uh, I've realised I've I've played FIFA a few times this week and thought, wow, this was a game that I would constantly play throughout the year whenever I was in that. You know, when you hit those sort of weird weeks of limbo or a few weeks of limbo where you haven't got a game that you're focusing on and you're kind of like just putting time into games here and there and sort of touching on things um yeah that was uh that was fifa for me it was kind of the solid okay i'm going to sit down and play an evening on fifa because i've got nothing else to really play um and rocket league has taken that place because my god that game has has grabbed me again in a big way uh, like literally every night this week I've stuck it on and just uh, played like four or five games and then happily gone to bed like having enjoyed my experience with it um, and because it hasn't got any of the bullshit that comes along with those FIFA games where you're battering a team non-stop and, uh, and lose 1-0 in a 90th minute because their plan magically run through your defence it kind of like it feels a lot more fair so I don't get as angry with it I still get angry with Rocket League like if one of my teammates has fucked up or if I've made a mistake that's cost us a goal I still get disappointed and angry but not on the scale of FIFA where I'm thinking the game is literally fucking me so um, so yeah still playing Rocket League uh, and I will continue to do so I think for a very very long time do you think there'll be a sequel? I don't know I think they've they've created such a substantial platform as it is Surely they can just keep feeding stuff into Rocket League. Like, is there any need for a sequel, really? I, I, I don't think that they can. I'd like, what could you possibly bring to it, other than making it look a little bit better? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, like they just need to keep sort of drip feeding content in, and, and like, didn't they? They tried to add a sort of basketball mode or something. Yeah, they've done that. I haven't really tried any of that stuff. Um, they've also added a new arena that has like these race platforms in them. Uh, right. but every time I start a level on that I'm like oh, no why I hate this one you know what I mean um, <laughs> I, I've got a feeling that's like a, a sort of a regular thing I, I've got a feeling that'll be patched out of like the auto rotation thing at some mm. point um, uh, but yeah I can't see how they can make it better and I, you know I say that they can improve the graphics 
they don't need to. The graphics are fine. It looks fine. It, mm. You know, it's, it's its own style. Um, yeah, so I don't know what they're going to do. And when I was playing it late on a Sunday night, there was one over one million people online playing it. <laughs> still, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's still that yeah. big. Uh, absolutely incredible. Um, I played uh, Mario 3D World a lot this week because Harry is obsessed with it at the moment, like constantly, uh, or Mario jumping as he calls it. Um, and there's, uh, there was, I found a tiny little thing that I never knew was in the game because obviously he's getting to the point now where he wants to play and he can't play. He just makes Mario jump off the side uh, over and over and over again. It's fucking infuriating. Um, but so I got a Wiimote. I forgot that you can actually play co-op, right? So I was trying that stuff out. And there's loads of little bits in that 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 people probably have very rarely seen. So if you play co-op, it you as with all the recent Mario games, um, you're playing co-op, but you're also competing against each other. So you're trying to help each other to the end. But then when you get to the end, you want to be the one with the most points at the end, right? So I'm playing as Mario and he's playing on the Wiimote with uh, Luigi. And uh, I get to the end. Obviously, I've got more points than him because I'm better at games, clearly. Um, and at the end, it comes up with a little podium. I'm higher up, so it gives me a crown. And in the next level, I've got a crown. But by this point, Harry's done with Luigi and he, and he wants to play as Mario. So we've got to swap controllers. And I just thought, oh, fuck, I haven't got my crown anymore. Harry's got it. So um, I do this thing where I jump on the other character's head because it cracks him up. Um, and I accidentally press the Z button and I did a, like a, a ground pound onto Mario's head. The crown flew off and I nicked it and put it on my head. And I just thought, like, I instantly smiled and just went, that's brilliant. Because I can imagine a bunch of, like, you know, a brothers and sisters playing that in a family home and uh, and playing, like, four-player or two-player or whatever. And someone showing off that they got the crown in the next thing. And all of a sudden, you're all fighting over this stupid crown. Doesn't need to be there. No one would have spattered an eyelid if that stuff wasn't in there. But that's what, you know, that's that little bit of Nintendo, Nintendo magic that I love. Yeah, uh, and I've played that with Rachel a lot. She really enjoys that, especially if she takes it off me. She yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. And all that sort of stuff. Like, I, at this at this stage, I just hope that Harry doesn't play it press jump because what I want to do is carry him for a level. It's also added a new challenge for me in that game, so that, that's cheered me up a bit. <laughs> but yeah, like, I'll, I'll, I'll pop a... Uh, a, a sort of a what is it a cat bell or whatever and I'll have to pick him up and throw him into it or when we get to the end of the level I have to carry him up those little steps and chuck him onto the, the flagpole and stuff like that and uh, yeah we've been having a great time like uh, that game is just too good uh, one of the best Marios is up there with the best Marios of all time for me like so good and that stuff just adds to it man how fucking special that game is um, and also I played another level of Metal Gear Solid, another mission. Didn't go to plan. Everything went to shit very, very quickly. Um, and uh, that is on YouTube, if you want to check out that little run there. Uh, apparently, there was a dog at the start. I was right. I was riding down the mountain on my horse, and everyone was going, go back, there's a dog. And I went, why? <laughs> no, just go back, trust me, there's a dog. So I went back, and there was no dog there. I, I've no idea what they were talking about, but... Uh, I think... No, you don't, I don't know. I, I can't remember, but I seem to remember the encounter with the dog yeah. was forced. I don't think it was optional. The dog's um, a big moment, well, Dave. The, there yeah. was um, there was a bit where uh, what's his face? What's who's the guy? Other guy, the guy with the blonde hair. Ocelot. Ocelot. Oh, uh, Kaz. 
no, Ocelos, Ocelis. Oh, Ocelot. Yeah. Ocelot. It's a fella. Um, apparently, when, white I, hair. when I was, that's the one. I, as I was driving, uh, driving, as I was riding down the mountain, he said something about, ah, oh, look at that boss. It's a dog. It's very strong. And I just completely, completely ignored it and carried on. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, like? maybe I've just missed it. So yeah, I think I think I just <laughs> I've missed it, and that dog is not in my game anymore. But amazing. F- find out soon in a uh, upcoming episode of Catching Up on our YouTube channel, <laughs> Computer Game. Right. Uh, should we get to the emails, or should we do the interview? What do you want to do? Interview. What do you reckon's better? Should we break it up with the interview and yeah, then do, do it? Break it up with the interview, yeah. I don't even know the interviews, interviews with. Oh, you, do you not have access to the email? No. Okay. I, I've probably got access. I've just not actually logged in. I'm sure you've given me the details. I'm just lazy. Okay, then. This is an interview where I talk to Shaz Yousaf of Honey Tribe Studios about their upcoming game, BFF or Die. Check it out. <laughs> Right, I'm here with Shaz Yousaf from Honey Tribe Studio. Hello, Shaz. Hello, how's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for coming on the show. How are you? I'm good, and thank you for having me. Excellent. Um, so, do you want to explain what, what, what's your role at um, Honey Tribe then? What, 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 okay, so that's I've been releasing games under that name, Honey Tribe Studios, for about uh, five, six years now. Um, so the first one was called Honey Tribe. Yeah. Uh, so hence the name. We thought it'd be thought it'd be nice and simple to have one website instead of trying to have a company name and a game name separately. Um, was that a, a mobile game or? Yeah, it was a mobile game. It ended up actually it hit the um the top uh, the free one hundred charts one time in in the UK. I think Germany that, and Italy or something. Was um, that the first thing you ever worked on in in the gaming industry, or or had you had some yeah. previous previous experience? Um, no, that was the first. I mean, I'm I'm self-taught. I just randomly decided. Well, not completely randomly, but decided one day I'm going to start to make games because I I grew up on games. I mean, I spent a really unhealthy amount of time yeah. playing computer games when I was a kid. You know, from BBC, Commodore 64, you know, consoles as well, Sega Mar System, Amiga, PC, you know, Super Nintendo, all the way up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's just been a very natural part of my life, really, since I was about five. But then, what what at what point did you want to go from being a player to to a, a, a designer? I guess it was well, it was quite late in life, really. Most people start probably when they're about eighteen or something, which is which is a good thing. But I didn't start, you know, until I wasn't actually proper, so called proper adult. Um, and it was well, actually, it was really it was for personal reasons, and that it was kind of there was an there was an impending breakup coming in my life, uh, right. relationship breakup, and I thought I don't want to mope around making myself depressed. I want something to focus on so that I can, you know, attempt to keep positive and just keep my mind focused on something creative. So I thought, fine, I'll learn how to make games. Yeah, that's got to be healthier than when James uh, from our show had his breakup and he spent his whole time trying to unlock all the costumes in Dead or Alive Three, I think. <laughs> Um, so, so, so you did you start with an idea for a game and then and then work and, and then work towards achieving that, or did you say right, I want to work on a game and then develop an idea from actually just learning how to do that? Uh, first, I decided on what tools I were going to use actually. Yeah. Um, and I I was looking around on the internet and thinking right, okay, I don't know how to program, I don't know how to code, but I want to be able to make something. And I was just looking about. And I found something called Game Salad and just 
the trailer was so cool. It was it was just so exciting that it it portrayed to you that you can just start making stuff now and it will work and it's a game and whatever you want to make. And pretty much that's true. You can just start using it and it's just English and maths. It has its own syntax, its own kind of programming language. Uh, and then behind the scenes, it kind of converts that into a kind of normal kind of programming code for you. Um, and yeah, so I started with that, got on the forums, started reading how to do things, uh, making little examples, um, and then just started making little demos and, and decided, right, I need to get an artist. So I got in touch with an old friend uh, who's, who's really good at art, and we we kind of met up, kept going through lots of little demos, and then they said, actually, let's do this one, and decided on one of those demos, and, and then we decided on a B theme, and kind of all progressed from there. So did you learn, like, was there anything that you, you took out of your... You, you took away from your first game that, that surprised you when it comes to uh, working on a game rather than playing them? Um, I guess actually it's, it's it kind of it sounds kind of stupid in a way, but I, in a way I got it right. I'm going to clarify what I mean when I say that. In a way, <laughs> it's I okay. Got... You can be smug. I'll let you, I'll let, I'll let you be smug. <laughs> I don't, I got something right about that first game and then forgot about it and then remembered it later, which All is right. simplicity. Um, cause in video games, it's very hard to be nuanced. It's very hard to be subtle. Yeah. Um, so keeping with one thing and saying, right, I'm going to do this one thing well, rather than trying to do 10 different things is a very good idea generally. Um, so, and in the first one, I specifically said, okay, let's make something simple. Cause you know, I've never made a game before, so I don't want to try and do something too complicated with the code. And then later on, I tried to do something a bit more complicated with the code, which again, it wasn't like massively complicated. This is by my own standards. And, you know, it didn't turn out quite as well. And then. Is this, is it this, um, was Santa Santorama your next one? Santorama was a, uh, it was another, another satirical game. That one, it was kind of a, I guess a joke game that I took too seriously. Um, so it only took about 10 days, but 10 days of like intense no sleep. Yeah. Um, so, and that, that, again, it was another kind of funny, um, let's point some things, obvious things about society that we all know are shits and just laugh at them. So you, you have real adverts at the bottom of the screen, uh, and there's kids for, falling inside. This is Santa Rama. Uh, he's trying to, he's trying to lure the kids into the adverts and get them to buy things. Uh, cause that's all he wants for Christmas is to then spend all of their money. And you have to tap the kids to stop them falling in the adverts. Um, the, yeah, so it was, the funny thing about it was there were real adverts. So it says like Amazon buy this, that, and the other, and the kids falling in. If they fall in, you get a joke advert as it comes up. Uh, so yeah, that that was just kind of like a quick ten day project, but it turned out quite well. Yeah, but that, that I mean that that sounds brilliant. <laughs> For to be honest, was, is it is this still available? Uh, it on Android it is, My, on iOS not at the moment. Actually, the song in it's pretty good because it, uh, the song come from, came from a game jam I did with uh, another London developer called uh, Darren Gray, and we did for I think it was for Molly Jam. Pretty sure it was for Molly Jam too. We did a game called Monetizing Children because he read a, a, a PDF or a document made by someone from Zynga uh, where he was talking about fun pain and how to optimize how to optimize monetization by annoying players. Um, so yeah, we made a game called Monetizing Children, and I made a song for that called Monetizing Children, and that's the song I use in Santa Rama. So, um, okay. So how how long were you going to these um, these events before you decided that you know uh, what your next project was going to be? And um, 
what was the sort of main lessons that you took forward into your next project? Um, so the, the current one, you mean, BFF or Die. If so that, that was, was actually... Yeah, if that was yeah, the one that you did next, yeah. That was... Uh, actually, that was after one of the global game jams. Um, someone had... Someone was... Yeah, there was, it was at the Angel. Uh, near the Angel, sorry. There was uh, a London Indies event and someone had made a game where you share a control pad. And straight away I thought, yeah, I want to make a multiplayer game. And it made, reminded, kind of reminded me of you know, Micro Machines, if you remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, because, I mean, like I said, I've grown up playing video games. So sort of in the, there's a certain group of friends we used to meet every weekend for a long period of time. Um, I mean, you know, back since when we were 15, actually, we used to do that. Um, we used to play, you know, and then when we were a bit older, GameCube games. So we'd be playing Monkey Ball and yeah. Bomberman and... Mario Party, Mario Kart, and but then for years I didn't do that actually, and I went into a bit of a semi-reclusive state actually. So, so instantly when I played that game, it, I don't even know who it was actually. Uh, some some guy who went to London Indies had made this game at Global Game Jam, uh, and instantly I thought, yeah, I want to play, I want to make a multiplayer game. Um, so I just went home and sketched some ideas over the next few days, uh, but for me. I wanted to make something that was pure co-op rather than competitive. Even though competitive is very much still a default um, in kind of gaming culture, I wanted to do something where you sit around with your mates and everybody actually feels good about it together rather than someone always actually getting irritated they're losing. Yeah, they're yeah. Losing. Um, I mean, it's, it's obviously, all those games I just mentioned, they're all competitive and they're all fun, but still... There's always someone at some point they're genuinely getting thinking, oh, fuck's sake, this is bollocks to this. <laughs> and they just don't want to play anymore. That just never fails to happen. Like I grew up with a brother and he would literally bite a control pad and throw it against the wall when we were kids when he would lose at Street Fighter 2. So, <laughs> my, my brother just hit me. Like he just directly <laughs> smacked me in the head. Um, so, yeah, we don't play games anymore. Um, so <laughs> You see, if you'd had a co-op game... That wouldn't have happened. Absolutely. Um, so you you had this initial idea that you wanted to go multiplayer. You wanted um, uh, for it to be a co-op game. How did that initial spark turn into what BFF or Die is? Um, so because of the stuff I'd learned making those other games, the first thing I did was start planning it on paper. Um, so I made a design doc and just the basic idea that came to me put that on a page and then got some of those those same developer friends who i mentioned to just um give me some feedback <clears throat> based on the document alone uh, so before there was any code any graphics anything uh, and so after that kind of refined things just on the idea and then just kind of coincidentally at the same time uh, i got an email out of the blue from our now programmer um it's called Andre, and he just sent a message saying hey I want to make games. Have you got any projects I can get on? And it was just like perfect timing. Let's make this game. Um, so yeah, so we ended up making that game and I, I, we did at first we said, oh, yeah, let's make something really small, really quick, just see how it goes. Yeah. Okay. But then we started testing it and we started seeing people's reactions and, and I've put these on YouTube as well as like, you know, that whatever the second or third month really early on in development and the reaction was so positive so early on, even when there were no graphics and it was all just blocks, people would get it straight away and they would get 
okay, I need you to do something and you need me to do something. And they just instantly start saying, okay, you do that. Uh, wait, wait, not now, now, what, now you do that and I'll do this. And just really getting into the whole, the co-op and the teamwork aspect. So it's really my fault that I said, you know what, let's make it into a console game. Let's, you know, let's do this and let's do that. And, and gradually the, it scoped out and it turned into a bigger project. So um, where are you at the moment? Because I, are you still on Kickstarter? Is that... Um, yeah, so it's live on Kickstarter right now. Um, so if, if it sounds interesting at all to any listeners, please go and have a look at the page and uh, see what you think of it. Um, so yeah, so we're at a stage where it's got a really, really playable demo. There's the fact we've made too much of a demo. It's, it's actually, I'd say that was a mistake on our part, but anyway, yeah. um, so we, we, you know, cause I'm, obs- I'm, not, I'm somewhat obsessed with this game. I just want it to be really, really perfect as a, like the perfect sit around the TV, play it with your friends, family, you know, your partner, whoever, um, that kind of experience. So yeah. So the demo has a lot in it, um, but it still needs a load more stuff. So that's why we're on Kickstarter, so we can make more content. Um, there's, only, there's only one visual theme at the moment. There's only one time zone because uh, it's a science fiction theme, a time travel theme. Um, so we want to have more and go forwards in time. Um, so, yeah, but we need, you know, we've been doing this two and a half years, this game now, um, in, in, in calendar time, that is. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, we, you know, we got to get funding ready from somewhere and, and take things forwards. I mean, it's all going in the right direction. It's like we, we, we passed, um, green light in about six di- six days. Yeah. Uh, so that was really surprising actually, but really good. And then we, you know, um, developer conference in Brighton. Yes. Uh, we got into the showcase on that, that was, uh, last month. Um, so that was very cool because apparently they'd had a hundred entries this year. And, uh, yeah. and then we got, Lately, we got invited to PAX, yeah, you know, PAX in, uh, in America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, on Intel, Intel invited us to be on their booth because they're showing a bunch of, um, they're like promoting a new PC living room machine, and they're, so they're showing a bunch of living room games. Uh, so they've asked us to be one so of those. How how does that work out then? Do they do they contact you directly and say, look, we've, I mean, how did they even hear about the game? Was it through Greenlight? <laughs> that was actually they'd had a competition. Um, and we, we, yeah, we got through as part of that competition. Um, I can't remember level up. I think it was called. Right. Um, so yeah, whenever there's anything like I hear about any kind of competition, always from the start before we had animation and graphics, I just, yeah, I'll enter that. Why not? Um, and you know, a few times it's paid off. Like there was a thing called, uh, game on 2.0, uh, last year. It's like a, a touring exhibition. Um, so they had like a hundred computer games and console games and arcade games. I think more than a hundred. They they you know sold it as like the biggest collection of games in, in an exhibition or something like that. And um, Tiger got involved. You know they're the trade body for video games in the UK, and they said, hey, you should have some indies there. So why don't we set up a competition? So yeah, so we entered that, and then we ended up winning best multiplayer game, um, which was you know unexpected, but obviously very cool for us. Um, but that was even before we had like proper graphics or proper animation. It was just based on the mechanics alone, I guess, that they that they accepted that. That's got to be exciting. It, yeah, I mean, these are the kinds of things that plus taking it to the events and seeing reactions that really keep motivate us and keep us going. Because it's, you know, like I said, we've been going for two and a half years with like zero money involved on this game. Um, we've all got, you know, separate jobs outside of this. So it, it can be really hard to keep going sometimes. 
Um, but stuff like that, when it turns out, it's like, it, yeah, it, it, it does motivate you a lot. And then when we go out to events, like um, if anyone wants to look through our, our YouTube page, I'll put loads of like player reactions and stuff from Insomnia Gaming Festival and um, Gadget Show Live and PC um, PC Gamer had a thing and Radius Festival and all these places we've been to. And the reactions every time is just consistently, it's just really, really positive. So when you, you know, you've got an idea in your mind, you're thinking, okay, if we do this idea and that idea and maybe the player will react like this. And when they do start reacting like that, it's just really, really satisfying. Right. So let's, let's get to the game then. Um, what, what do you actually, what, what's the concept? What's the, uh, how would you describe this to, to someone? Um, so I guess that I tend to describe it in terms of how it feels rather than the mechanics. Okay. So the idea is it just, it's a game that makes you feel good about the people you play with. Um, you know, you feel like you're a team and you value them being there with you. And that's the whole reason for the game existing. Um, and then kind of, so half the game really is about what has, what's happening on the screen, the actual gameplay mechanics. And then half the experience is the interactions between the people playing. So it's, it's like a social, a proper social experience. Like I've had people tell me who are, who are board gamers, like tabletop gamers, um, say, yeah, actually it's, the kind of the social interactions, the level of it is more like a tabletop game than a video game, which to me is a really positive thing, I think. Yeah. Um, but the mechanics, um, you, so imagine a Bomberman type, uh, camera overhead, but 3D. Yeah. Um, so you've got um, a maze, but it's pitch black. At the bottom of the screen, there's a machine with three different slots. And one of the slots is a searchlight. So one of the players can go in a searchlight and rotate it left and right, and then another and the other players can go around the maze. Um, so that's the very, very basic part of it. And then you get additional <coughs> uh, additional mechanics over the top of that, which add loads of strategic depth, and which is kind of what makes it fun, in that there's stuff trying to kill you, chasing you, um, but you can't kill anything yourself. What you can do is distract it. So the people are rounding around in the maze, what they can do is they can drop a decoy down and they can place it wherever they want. But it's the person who's in that light, he has to aim it at the, the things that are trying to kill you and he has to zap them or she. Um, and then, then they'll, the zap monster will then be hypnotized. And while it's hypnotized, it's, it's trying to find that beacon that the maze runner just placed. So it's half and half. The people in the maze do one thing and the person in the light does one thing. And you've got to talk to each other and say, okay, put it over there. Now zap now. And so it's all about the communication. And then there are additional things like you get a, um, you get a grabber, like a crane machine so you can pick each other up. You get a, a teleporter so you can teleport around a maze. And, and there are various other things and limitations and upgrades that, that keep the gameplay exciting because, uh, it looks quite cute, but it's actually very intense. Um, which if you go and look at the rip player actions, you'll see that. Um, so how do you, cause to me as a, someone that doesn't, develop games and, and, and just plays them the, the the biggest challenge that it sounds like that that you'd have to face with a game like that is to make both jobs interesting right because the last thing you want is is for um uh gamers to sort of prefer one side and then be fighting over it when they're when they're about to play the game so did you find that challenging or 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 did you pre- feel that you pretty much sussed that out um 
in the very early days, like we're talking the first couple of months, that was apparent. Yeah, exactly what you're saying. That was happening. So then we added kind of additional things, which gave the uh, the person in the light more responsibility. Yeah. So so this means that, and see, that's where the fun comes from. It's the tension in that your life is in your friend's hands and they know it. And at the same time, if you don't do your job, the whole team loses. So it's that tension of relying on each other and you can't just save yourself. You have to tell your friend, quick, save me now, or they have to do it before, without you saying it. Yeah. So the person in, who's operating the machines, they have a lot of responsibility. And then the, the, the person that's kind of out there running around trying not to die and avoiding things, they've got a, you know, they've got to, they've got to do that with a, quite a lot of skill in, as, as the levels get harder. So the balance is quite good now between the different amounts of response. Well, it's the same responsibility for all the roles, but it's different kinds of responsibility. So yeah, yeah. So at first we had that issue you're talking about. And then over time we kind of put these additional things in and, and that's fixed it now. And do you, do, do you feel that the, the two separate jobs are, are they um, specifically aimed to uh, be played by a certain skill set, or do you feel that anyone can do either role? Um, it did. It actually, it actually, yeah, it was, it was quite, uh, it was on purpose at the beginning where I thought, okay, well, what if you get a group? Cause that was the case in our in our group that I used to play, I said, well, I used to meet up, we'd play GameCube games. One of them, one of us was maybe not so skillful at, say, racing games, for example, or, yeah. or Halo-type games. Um, so I was thinking, well, I still want that that kind of player to be able to play and, and genuinely feel that they're a part of the game and not kind of just sitting up, sitting there to make up the numbers. Um, so, yeah, so that was the idea of someone's in a light. So maybe someone who's not you know, like an experienced gamer, they can do that. Um, but then because it's got the additional... Um, the factor of now you actually you've got a you've got to protect your people and, and you've got to zap these monsters and everything's everything's on a, a timer basis so you can't just everything's got a limited energy so you've got to resource manage at the same time um, so yeah so the so yeah what you what you're getting at is right in that people of different kind of skill levels or different uh, experience levels of playing video games they can play it together and that, yeah that was quite intentional from the start yeah because the worry is that you either make both players feel dumb or one player feel dumb or you aim to sort of incorporate them all uh with something that's challenging but also entertaining for both people you know what i mean like because if it's it, it must co-op games are, are uh i find really difficult to get the balance for um and try and hit that skill set because you don't know who's playing them like it could be a father and son it could be yeah you know yeah. uh someone completely that, that doesn't play games at all but someone wants to stick it on to see how they get on it um, definitely yeah it's, it's that is that is actually quite challenging because and this is like i said I've, I've taken so i've seen about 800 people now by my rough approximation from taking it out to different events and yeah there's there's a big variety of ability level of how quickly someone understands or how long they're thinking how do i do this yeah and it is quite challenging to to make somehow some common middle ground where people on each side of the spectrum can enjoy it um so i guess you have to say from the start okay you can never literally make a game for everybody that just cannot exist no, but at the same time you can do certain things which get as close to that as you can with any one game um it feels like it's 
I mean, you know, we we haven't finished the game yet, so we'll still be working on this more. But it it feels like it's actually at a pretty good level now, where both experienced gamers and less experienced gamers can still enjoy it, and people are not getting bored because it's too easy. And well, it can happen a bit. Some people can find it too difficult, but I think just just from observation, not too many. Although no, and I think that's I think that's like that's pretty obvious from the um, player reaction videos that I've watched. That there doesn't seem to be anyone struggling with the controls or struggling to do anything. But at the same time, they don't seem bored. And and uh, yeah, that is that just seems like a, if you've nailed that. And I mean, I've not played the game myself yet, but if you've nailed that, then you are onto a massive winner. Um. And uh, so you aiming for this is a PC build at the moment. Are you aiming for consoles? Yeah, I mean, in an ideal, because we've already been approved for PS4, and oh, we've okay. not officially been approved for Xbox, but kind of unofficially, we've <clears throat> been told we can have dev kits whenever we want. Because the the, uh, the guy who manages that kind of thing for Europe, he's played it and yeah, he loves it. Um, but it's all about time really so first we're doing it on pc um as i said we we passed green light um and if you know if things go well there then yeah then we'll put the time into putting it on consoles as well um it's just i mean it's because like i said we've all got jobs <clears throat> we've all got jobs outside of this so it's it's just difficult to to balance everything um i mean that's part of the reason for the kickstarts because then we'll be able to We'd be able to get our artist to put loads, because he's a freelance artist, be able to put loads more time into the game, uh, yeah. just be able to pay him, you know, pay him properly. Um, and we'd be able to just get stuff done so much more quickly. Um, cause yeah, at the moment, it's just, it just feels like it's taking so long to do anything. Um, how, how far do you feel that you're away from having a finished product? Um, well, I guess it depends what you mean by finished, cause, you know, we have a design document that says, okay, we want to make this, that, and the other, but like we want it. We could put it on early access now if we, want, if we really wanted, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would rather make it a bit more towards finished before doing that. And especially for PC, ideally, I'd, I'd want to put online multiplayer in as well. Because I don't know how many people play local multiplayer on PC compared to online. Well, it's, it's kind of a horrible fact that, that you know... I mean, I, like you, I grew up playing um, multiplayer games, and the whole idea was that you play with your mates in the same room, you know, Goldeneye and yeah, exactly. <laughs> time splitters and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's at one point it seemed like it was kind of like a dying thing, uh, but then there was a huge flurry of games in the past, say three or four years. You know, you've had Nidhogg and Sports Friends and yeah, definitely and stuff like that. That this uh, Mount Your Friends and stuff. That they really started to come through, and people. It was as if people were discovering that. Hold on, actually playing while sitting next to someone is <laughs> is a pretty <laughs> cool thing to do. Being in the same physical proximity as yeah. another human being is is a positive experience. So, um, I mean, do you do you see this game being um, possible to play online? Because if if so much of it is that instant interaction um, is well, we've possible done, to do that. We've done a very, very basic test, which is just the players walking around. Yeah. Um, that was and that was just our programmer. I think that was over Christmas. He, he just came back and said, oh, by the way, I've, I've done this. And it's like, oh, fucking hell. Well done, mate. Good job. Um, so that, that's, you know, that, but that's just, that's just like a proof concept that he, he can do the, the network code, basically. 
Um, but in terms of everything else, we couldn't know for sure until we start until we made it and tested yeah. it. But I think so because I think it could actually be a really funny experience to play over Skype or voice chat in general. Because naturally, when people when I watch people play it, they'll be pointing at the screen a lot at to communicate to other people and like telling them where on the screen they want them to do things. So when you take that away, you've got to be a lot better with your uh, vocal communication, and I think that could make it kind of interesting and funny at the same time. Um, but on top of that, we, you know, like Portal 2 has certain buttons so that you can say, hey, come over here and do this, that, and the other. We'd, we'd have to do something like that as well to, to assist communication. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. Well, um, I mean, this is all very exciting. I'm, uh, I'm, I can't wait to see where this project goes and I, I wish you all the very best, uh, in the future. I mean, it's, it's, um, I can't, personally imagine i can't comprehend in my little brain how exciting and scary uh it is to do what you're doing um and we all know what the audience the gaming audience is like at times and and it, it, to put something in front of them takes a, it takes a hell of a lot of courage uh but everything i've seen of this it it, it seems like a, a really exciting um uh project and and it looks fun to play ultimately um cool. and you've got uh games that are really starting to put this style of gameplay into the limelight now. I mean, Overcooked is a recent example. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's actually really good. It does seem to be coming back as a trend of actually playing games with your you know, friends, family, partners in the same room. Exactly, um, and and uh, I'm I'm just happy to see it to see it come back. Um, so good luck. Do you want to um, plug? Where can people find your Kickstarter? Where can people? Um, Okay, so if you just go into kickstarter.com and type in BFF or die, it'll come in. And also, why don't we do a bit of a competition while we're at it? Let's do it. Let's do let's it. Let's do it. Let's do a competition. So let's do this. So um, you can put the details to remind people on your website. Is that right? Just a little, uh, or on a Twitter or, or something. Uh, we could do it on Twitter, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how about we say this? Make a tweet that says, I would BFF or die with... And you say at Honey Tribe Stew, which is my Twitter, uh, and then your Twitter is—is is it at Computer Game Pod? Is that That's right? The one, yeah. And then also tag someone who you would like to play this game with, and then say because. So I would be FF or die with Honey Tribe Stew, Computer Game Pod, and your friend because, and then and then something funny or entertaining or cute or weird or interesting or something or that really nasty yeah <laughs> just something horrible something really abusive. <laughs> um and if you didn't get if you if you're listening to this now and you didn't catch that um go to our twitter page uh at computer game pod and we'll have all the details there for you to check out uh send in your tweets by when do you want this uh tied up by should we um, have a week yeah that sounds fine to me right so, so get your tweets in by let's say um let's say Wednesday the 24th. Uh, okay. And we'll announce the uh winner on Twitter. Okay, and then the prize will be if you look on the Kickstarter page there's something called the history pack. So should we do the best four tweets? Does that sound reasonable? It's very reasonable, yeah. So the best four tweets can win one of those. Um obviously it's Kickstarter so us being able to give the prizes depends on the Kickstarter 
happening. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, so what so. you should actually do is kickstart it and then claim your prize. Because <laughs> it's the only way you're getting your prize, all right? What a brilliant plan. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen through this horrible marketing campaign. And I will so, be submitting a report to Kotaku later this evening. Get, get Gamergate all over it. <laughs> shit i've mentioned the word what have i done i can hear them coming oh mate there's gonna be so many anime um based avatars hitting your twitter <laughs> feed by the time this uh, goes out there um shaz thanks so much for coming on thanks for sharing your experiences with us and um good luck for the game man i hope it i hope it gets kickstarted and it and, and you get it on those consoles cool thanks a lot for having me on it's been great to talk to you no problem mate catch you soon all right cheers see you later Right then, that's done. Come on, let's hear some. Uh, see some what what the listeners are saying and shit. Come on, let's, let's pick up the pace a bit. Come on. I'm always really tired by this point. I've got a, you know, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard, sort of like holding you boys up. You know what I mean? Mm. Go on. Hello, everyone. Nice to see Sean is Hi, back James. on the show. Well, oh right, okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Hello, everyone. Nice to see Sean is back James. on the show. So I have a question, especially for him. I'm sure I've heard you mention Wicked. before. Oh, can you hear me or not? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what the? Okay, okay. Start again. <laughs> here we go again. Okay. Hello, everyone. Nice to Hi see James. Sean. Fuck off. <laughs> 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 Next time I'm just ignoring that because that's just getting ridiculous now. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. You put me off my pace now. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Nice Hi, to James. see Sean is back on the show. So I have a question, especially for him. I'm sure I've heard you mention before, Sean, that you're a fan of Nine Inch Nails and Trent Reznor in general. With this in mind, which old game series would you like to see given an HD remake with Nine Inch Nails on the soundtrack? Okay, now a real question. When When is... Go on, go on. When is the... <laughs> Are you a fan of Nine Inch Nails, Sean? It's that. Uh, I mean, they're okay. This is like the time we had that Eurogamer meet, and that lad had very thoughtfully bought me a massive bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> I thought it was because you always wear that like black trench coat all the time. Yeah, you, you are know, moody yeah, and that's stuff. Mascara, yeah. moody. Yeah, I can't imagine um, Sean listening to anything other than that music that they put on when you get a massage. Like uh, I, that's constantly <laughs> on his iPod. I don't He's know what got music massage that is. album two. <laughs> My uh, the only music I listen to are the sort of five second intros to ASMR videos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, what was the what was the real question? Okay, well, what's answer the original question. What what remake? Styles, <laughs> <laughs> come on. Skate three, obviously. Uh, skate three. <laughs> Next yeah. question. Go on. Okay, now a real question. What's everyone's okay. album of the year so far? I've been listening to the sixty five days of Static soundtrack for No Man's Sky, and it's pretty awesome. What are you guys listening to at the moment? Jesus. Has anything come out this year? I was going to say, I don't think I've listened to anything that's actually come out this year. Matt's one of these people that tries to keep trendy. Matt, what have you liked? Uh, Well, I love the New Islander album. I I listen to trendy stuff, but yeah, I love the New Islander album. Blink-22's album's actually surprisingly decent. Um, Oh yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, it's surprisingly good actually somehow. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm loving Ireland at the moment, that's all I can say. They're they're like, like, if like Deftones, they're not Deftones really, uh, really, really good. 
In terms of best of the year, I mean, mm. there's been so much this year. It's, I, I, you know, you're going to have to come back like to me. There's been so much. Like what? Well, I can't remember my What's now. been good that's come out? I can't think of one album that's come out. Like, the last album that I probably got into was the latest Libertines one, I think, which was surprisingly excellent. And that I think that was last year, right? That had to um, be last year. The new again, the new Deftones album Gore's really, really good. That, okay, that's an absolute blinder. Um, I don't know. I don't, I I listen to uh, my taste in music. I always thought was excellent. I thought I had a brilliant taste in music, uh, but I really don't. I've I've got a terrible taste in music, and for some reason, I find it really personal as well. Like I I hate. I, I I hate recommending stuff because when I do, I know everyone will hate it and I feel awful. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of just not, I, I, I don't know, I'm weird. It's mainly just Queens of Stone Age. Can, but like, have, you, um, have you guys seen Spotify's new release radar thing? Yeah, is it What's live that? yet? Uh, yeah, it seems to be up, yeah. It's basically, so it's the same as Discover Weekly and then it's all based off things that you like. But, it um, yeah, it's all stuff that has just come out that week. Nice. Um, um, I really like mm. the track Silver Lady by David Soul. Next question. Right. Okay. Since you've all <laughs> given up on Pokemon Go, what was the last really great mobile game for you all? Also, which of you have spent the most money on any one free-to-play game? That's from Capone Adam. Um, okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mentioned last week I'm really enjoying Out There Chronicles. I'm still really enjoying uh, Aliens vs. Pinball. Is anyone playing um, Reigns that everyone's been raving about? Oh, yeah, shit, Reigns. Fuck, yeah, Reigns is brilliant. Yeah, I want to get that. <laughs> it's proper good. Um, so it's essentially a game where you play as a king, and it's... like uh, Basically, the, the hook is, it's like Tinder. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I've heard this. Like, Yeah, so people appear and say, like, oh, we need to build a new church, or oh, we need to start feeding the poor, or oh, we need to make the military stronger, and you just, yeah, swipe left for no, right for yes. What's it called? Um, uh, rains, as in REI, as in the weather, GNS, yeah. and um, yeah, it's fucking smart. Like I won't go into it because it's all you know, it's about the the discovery and everything. But um, yeah, very simple concept, but just really brilliantly done. Nice. Um, I'm going to recommend the iPhone game Threes. <laughs> That's Threes. <laughs> Uh, by that game it's really really good I don't know if I've mentioned it before but uh, I play that on a regular basis and uh, and I enjoy that game very much and what I'm doing is trying to fill time now to tell you where I'm up to on how many games of threes that I've played uh, <laughs> and I'm currently up to 5,681 fuck game of threes <laughs> you've, you've got problems so you- I think it's the really only game, though, man. the only free-to-play game I've ever spent any money on was Happy Street. I think that's the only one. You spent money on that? <laughs> I did, yeah. I, yeah, it's Holy a shame. Shit. But, yeah, I did spend a bit of money on it, but nothing else. I see. I, I'll admit, I, I, I spent about probably about three quid on Candy Crush because I did get into that massively. Why do people like look down on that? I don't get that. I've never even tried it. I must say, it's a really good match and free game. Like it's a really yeah. fun matching free game. It's not as good as Pie no. Blocks Two, but no. it's um, uh, what game is? Know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but no, it's got <laughs> that um, progression that Pie Blocks Two hasn't got. Pie Blocks Two becoming an obsession over one or two game modes. This is like new levels, and there's hundreds of levels and stuff like that. I've never understood the hate behind it, um, 
and the system of waiting for lives to build up again just seemed fair to me. I didn't really get disappointed with it. Um, and I'd played it for so long that I was kind of like, yeah, I don't mind chucking a couple of quid in to get some power-ups or whatever. Uh, but I never felt the need to really use them. It was just to progress a little bit faster rather than uh, rather than anything else. But yeah, I that's that's probably the only game that free-to-play game that I've actually put money into. Matt? Um, I've got to go back to the music question. As if I forgot there's a new Radiohead album this year. Yeah, so Moonshape Oh, Ball. fuck, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. of course. Yeah, that, that, that is was a amazing. fucking incredible album. Uh, Life of Pablo, obviously, Carnegie album. That was brilliant. No. Obviously, Fixed Wolves. Chance of Apple's I tried, new you know, mixtape. I tried to listen to that, Matt. I tried to listen to that. That's a cool now, story. I, uh, yeah, I, Ch- don't totally hate, I don't totally hate Kanye West, right? There's a few of his songs that I think, yeah, that's really good and I can see the appeal. But there was nothing on that album that got me at all. Which, you know, music's subjective, so it don't really matter. But I'm just telling you yeah. what I thought. <laughs> the, um, I really like the new We Are Scientist album, which I didn't think I would because obviously I liked them back in 2006. But also, if you're ever into I was going to say, We Are Scientists have had some fucking yeah. bangers. But the new album's that actually really album, nice. I listened it's to their debut album It's today. really nice. I listened to her debut album today and it's still so fucking good. As yeah, well as yeah. the Head Automatica album, which I'd completely oh, yeah. forgotten about. And I put it on today and I was like, holy fucking shit, this is amazing. Wasn't Lily Singer that band from Glassjaw? Yeah, yeah. And you just Farrell think, Palumbo. What the fuck? This is totally, di- totally different. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember being amazed with it at the time, but then I totally forgot about it and then picked it up again today. Sorry, what else, Matt? Um, also, a Blood Orange, Freetown Sound. That's a really, really good album. That's the guy who used to be Dev Metal from Test Icicles. And um, um, uh, he had another, another name as well. But yeah, there's been absolutely loads of good, good music out this year. Loads. James, what are you listening to at the moment? Uh, very little. <laughs> I don't have time. It's I've not listened to music for ages. <laughs> you don't have time, time to in... listen to music. That is the shittest thing no, anyone says. No, ever. no, because most of the stuff I listen to is old, like really old now. It's like dinosaur rock bands from the nineties, and it's just I just listen to playlists from there from from ages ago. I haven't listened to anything new for a long time. Do you know? Are there any like pop songs like that are in the top twenty or whatever that you, that you kind of like? Because I kind of like the. Um, What's the one who is? I still get jealous. Is that that Justin Timberlake? I think. I don't know. But I, actually, I, I, I like that five one. Five Live. I've no idea. <laughs> You're too busy, Matt. Uh, too yeah. busy for music. Um, right. Okay. I like that song. So it's not. It's not too busy for music. It's just too busy to like be bothered with like trying to find new stuff constantly. It's just you know I, I can't be bothered they anymore. Discover Weekly. That's what Spotify it's does for you. good. Yeah. I know. I mean, obviously, it is a bit weird just, you know, finding stuff through fucking maths, but. Also, I do Spotify a lot at parties and stuff, which completely mm. obliterates um, uh, my Discover Weekly. I, I, I tried to listen to it today, and this is after um, countless parties that I've been to, and uh, this week, and some of the songs on it are just, oh my God, what what is it? Oh, I don't know. Bad. They're bad. Anyway, um, yeah. They, they, all of a sudden, there's a load of Spanish songs on here, and I've got no idea why. It's possible someone's hacked your account because that happened to me. Once. Oh, really? Yeah. How would I know um, that? Like, are they able to spend money? Well, but uh, no, they're just able to listen to stuff. So then, occasionally, you might open it up, and it'll be like, "Oh no, you're listening to One Direction on another phone that you don't recognise." Oh, that's interesting. I might have to look into that. Mm. Weird. All right. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Cool. Um, where were we? 
on iOS. Um, my latest one I loved was mm. probably Lara Croft Go. Really looking forward to the um, oh, yeah, yeah. Deus Ex one, which is, I think it's out on the 19th of... Oh, shit, they're doing yeah, that. I think it might be out 19th of August or 19th of September. I'll, I'll check and come back to you, but it's out very, very soon. Wicked. I'm uh, really hoping it's yeah, more Lara Croft Go than, Lara Croft Go than um, Hitman Go, which I didn't really like as much. Mm. Cool. Um, in terms of putting money into free-to-play stuff, I guess Hearthstone counts. I've probably put about 20, 25 quid into Ouch. that over... No, but it's it's proper good, yeah, man. It's like it's as fleshed quid. out as any. Like if that was just if there was just a botched thirty five quid version, I probably would have bought that. So fair enough. Um, uh, Matt, you've you've. I mean, we've both put in a little bit of money to disc driving, right? Uh, yeah, I, I've um, I've 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 obviously bought the pro version and bought a couple of like different discs and stuff because because those guys deserve my money after um putting in literally thousands of games. A real-time follow-up, uh, Days at Scale comes out on the 18th of August. So Wicked. that'd be like a, that'd be tomorrow if you're listening to this on Wednesday. Hmm. There we go. Next question. Okay, we're on to tweets now. So we've got Fine Excuses says, I saw an Xbox One for under £200 in CX and I'm very tempted, but somehow get the feeling that the PS4 is currently the place to be. Thoughts? Definitely. Just get the PS4. Yeah, if you haven't got if you if you've got a PS4, then yeah, why not get an Xbox? It has got some very decent games on it, and um, it's not as bad as Matt's making out. But um, uh, what did you say? What was your quote in our little chat the other week? It's probably something angry. like the worst thing you've ever bought, or something stupid. And I was like, come <laughs> on, mate. Um, but yeah, if you haven't got a PS4, then uh, yeah, you should probably get that over. Over an Xbox One, definitely. There you go. But if you haven't, get an Xbox One in it. Why not? It's all a bit of fun. Okay, <laughs> so... Next question. Following on from that, Ada Black says, are you planning a Kickstarter to get James a PS4? No. No, oh, okay. No. That's a shame. Okay, then... <laughs> <laughs> I'd appreciate that. But anyway, 16-Bit Smith says, um, if you could add one feature to No Man's Sky, what would it be? And if you could remove one, what would that be? Oh, good one. That's, that's that's for Sean and Matt. This is when Sean says it has a feature, um, and I say you can add missions. I was going to say, yeah, add one feature, put the game in. Yeah. <laughs> um, Finish the game. No man's feature, more like. <laughs> Get out. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Did we all literally stay quiet for that amount of time? Yeah, I thought I thought yeah. you disconnected or something for a second. That's yeah. thought it'd be funny. Right, um, uh, right, so if I could add a feature, then basically what I was saying about just adding like weird little randomly generated missions and stuff. Because I mean, I know this is the, the fucking shit thing. Every every moron on the internet saying, but would it be that hard to implement? Doesn't feel like it would be. Just put so because there's you know there's little unit like little enemy units that you can fight against. So, mate, just put like a concentration of them at a base and tell me where it is and tell me I've got to clear them out and give me some money for doing it. Yeah. Sorted. Matt? Uh, if I could remove... Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Then Matt, Matt, what would you add? Um, well, I, I think it's just that stuff I said earlier. I, I, want, I want sort of random things to happen. I want, I want much more emergent stuff. It feels like, although it's his all, um, mm. you know, created by algorithms or whatnot, I would like to see some more random emergent stuff that uh, everyone would suddenly jump on and try and discover together. Mm. Okay, and things that you would uh, remove. 
well, I haven't really paid enough, but um, uh, I would remove the lack of inventory at the beginning because you don't have a lot God, of like, yeah, space that is a to store struggle, stuff. Isn't not, it? You haven't like, sell it or yeah. not collect it. Um, but there are ways to quickly increase your invent the, the amount you can carry. But it feels like a little bit more at the beginning would have been nice. Actually, yeah. um, pre- um, um, pre-patch, you oh. basically could have carried barely anything, so they they dramatically increased it. Really. <laughs> Fuck. See, I I, um, I think the coordinate thing sounds like the thing to add. That sounds so yeah, good. Sure. It's like Jesus, get that in there. That is a fucking blinding idea, and I'm sure, I'm sure they want it in there. But you know, it's one of those things where the thing is though, when the when the point of your game is that everyone's trying to reach the center of the universe, can you not? People can just use that to cheat, yep. couldn't they? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Maybe that needs so to that's... needs to come in yeah. at a later date or something. Um, yeah, Yeah. Maybe, or maybe you need to earn the right to use it. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. Once you reach a certain point, then you can... Once you reach, yeah. reach the centre of the universe or something. Uh, yeah. yeah, weird. Also, there's this stuff about the field of view stuff. Yeah, the field of view oh, is so that? limited. I've not seen that. That's, oh, yeah. It's like completely fucked. It's not fucked. Um, it's just really... It, just feels um, like it hasn't quite really small. bothered me. Yeah. Bizarre. But they said they're looking into that anyway, so... Fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, that's something you can just mess with. But then some people, if the field of view is too wide, it gives people motion sickness and stuff. It's a weird one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next question. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Stuff we'd remove. All right, cool. I'd remove the fact that for some reason, pressing a button on any menu means you have to hold the button for like two seconds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got that Destiny thing, right? It does. Well, it has yeah, a definitely UI, definitely. Did you hear those people caught out at the beginning uh, where there's a white screen and um, people were waiting for like 10 minutes thinking it was loading, but they actually just had to hold down X or square? Um, <laughs> what, what do you mean? Because well, it, it, um, it does the same thing on the PC version when you're clicking with a mouse as well. So you've got to click and hold on everything. Oh, that's really, really annoying. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm glad really they nicked strange. the UI from Destiny, though, because it was just such a great idea, and I can't believe no one else has really stolen it. Um, I know when we first yeah, saw Destiny, you thought, has that really got like a mouse point on screen? That is ridiculous, but it works so well on Destiny that uh, I'm glad someone else has, has taken it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Next question. In a computer game Olympics, what would be the main categories? What would be your best event? Hmm. Uh, well, obviously, <laughs> there'll be shooters. That's one. There'll probably be StarCraft. Because you know people do that, don't they? Um, yeah. Rocket League. I would say Overwatch, but the answer is clearly um, Rainbow Six Siege, computer <laughs> game, which I went back to and tried the new DLC, and it seems to be a lot better now. Like there's less dickheads because they've been perma banning them. Mm. Um, so yeah, really, really good game still, uh, and it's a lot more fun. And I'm sure I read recently that they said there's more people playing it now than there was at launch. There was a report, yeah, saying that there's the... Uh, Which is awesome. Yeah, there's more people playing it. And um, I don't... That seems insane to me. Al- almost impossible. But uh, there you go. I was playing it this week and it was fucking fantastic. So, yeah, I'd stick that in the Olympics. It's got to be Rocket League. If it's between Rocket League and FIFA, it's got to be Rocket League, right? What else? What, Mario Party 6? <laughs> was that the last good one? It's the last good one, yeah. Okay, I don't know, sense. actually. I've um, <laughs> I'm not a massive fan of the series, <laughs> but just seems, sounds right. Uh, mount your friends, please. Oh, yeah, of course. Mount your friends. I could compete on that uh, international level. Nidhogg? Yeah. I mean, I'd be shy to ask but yeah, that'd be good. 
Towerfall, of yeah. course. Trackmania would be another one. Yes. Trackmania Turbo, get the, the gas thing. We've got a plan. We've got a plan coming up soon that we're not really ready to reveal yet. But uh, when that plan comes to the forefront, we are definitely going to be playing that game. <laughs> Agreed, Matt? Yeah. Hang on, what plan is this? I, you, Fucking you know what the plan is. You tell me shit. I, you know what the plan is, but I don't know what forgotten. he's talking about either. It's... <laughs> I, I'll explain at the end of the show. And you'll go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Matt, any other suggestions for the Olympics? Um, Athlete Kings on Saturn. Good the shout. Whole, the whole yeah. range. <laughs> California oh, mate, games. Uh, fucking wind jammers. <laughs> yeah. What's wind jammers? Oh, you don't play wind jammers? No, I don't think so. Wicked. It's an arcade game, and it's basically um, uh, it's literally like two people chucking a frisbee at each other. But it basically it's got like the mindset of like a beat 'em up, in that it's all about like figuring out like it's like quite strategic. Um, and you've yeah, it's just it's fucking wicked. I'll make you play. Sounds it good. I'm in. Um, Airblade, right. Uh, what, oh, yeah. what what game would you uh, what what game would be your your best uh, bet to take the gold, Sean? Oh, Mount Your Friends. Mount Your Friends. Oh, yeah, you yeah. haven't played me at that for a while, so you know what I mean. I'm uh, technically the reigning uh, UK champion, David. Yeah, but you so... played a bunch of nobodies. You didn't play any <laughs> real gamers, did you? It was people. Yeah, like... I've also thrown the trophy away because it was getting too embarrassing. <laughs> and I've moved house. <laughs> I was not as embarrassed as my Divar. Uh, play of the game trophy that Matt got me. That was brilliant. Matt, Matt, what would you be? What, what what would your be your shout? What would your be your shout? I just said then. What would your be your Go shout? Um, <laughs> I mean, I've had some pretty good games on Towerfall, but that probably wouldn't be one I could take a trophy home with. Uh, no, absolutely not. Man, have you ever seen like proper high level Towerfall? No, but I bet it's insane. Terrifying. There's a oh, Andy linked me to it a while back. There's a place that does like a weekly event, and they always stream it. Proper good. Come on, man. Answer the truth is I'm rubbish at games. Next question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say my one best chance of winning a goal, uh, a gold is the computer game threes. The computer game <laughs> next threes question. There. The uh, <laughs> next question, the puzzle James. game on the iOS. Just read out the uh, question, James. I still want to play that game in, in front of a crowd. Keep on James, what's yours? James. James hasn't answered. Yeah, I, I'd go for Mario Kart 8, but there you go. Really? Yeah. Okay. Come on, after last time we played. it was. Um, yeah, but yeah. I didn't know the rules. I well, We should play that again. <laughs> didn't know the rules. Okay. We, okay. Didn't we know should the rules play that of again. Mario Kart. Yeah. I didn't anyway. know that you jumped at the end of a jump to get a speed boost. I didn't know any of that <laughs> shit. I did, I, you know. <gasps> I didn't know that shit, okay? Well, what was the last Mario Kart you played before that one, David? Properly, um, was probably Double Dash. It did it in that as well, though. Did it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Learn something new every day. Anyway, Porkchop Excess says, uh, with Britain winning Olympic gold in the newly reinstated golf event, what game would benefit coming back in HD form? Skate 3. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Duke of Jam says, ever rode a horse? Yes. I have, yes. I also Long have. time ago. Yeah, Hated yeah, every minute of it. Did you? Yeah. Well, it's funny, isn't it? Because like, I, I did it when I was a kid. Yeah, and the same. moment I got on the horse, I thought, I can't control this. It's a living thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's got its own ideas. 
Shit. Yeah, how is it not just going to just like not see something and just fucking bolt somewhere? Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do then? Fucked. Yeah, I hated it. It was horrific. Mm. Mm. Uh, Matt, have hey, you yeah, been I on a horse? horse. I, was on, I was in France. Um, I had a lovely old time. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> James? Yeah, I've done it, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Why are you so sheepish there, James? It's because it's rubbish, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's like poor horses. <laughs> You're rubbish. <laughs> James found sheepish because he actually stole the horse and yeah. then uh, and then set the horse on fire and dumped it into some <laughs> in some farm. You're my horse now, I'm living in fear that like my daughter's going to start getting interested in like ponies and stuff, and so uh, you mm. know and she'll you know I don't want to get involved in all that. It's terrible. What do you mean? Well, you know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. It's just are you scared about the stable costs? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yes. Anyway, yes. Um, let's move <laughs> Next on. Next question. So Desmond yes. says, yes. Um, "Game Boys, what's your favourite type of controller?" Yes. Mine's the Turbo Pad. <laughs> All good for Olympic games. <laughs> I'm not reading that again. So. Yes. Um, what was the question? I'm not reading it again. You can read it. Yes. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, going to be unbearable to listen to, but you can't edit this bit out because it's no. Yeah, you can. You can definitely edit it. What's <laughs> your favourite type of controller? Mine's a turbo pad. I still love a Dreamcast pad. No. Uh, yeah. It needs another analog stick on it, though. Yeah, but like that and the VMU. Oh, but the VMU, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like the GameCube pad. I really yep. liked. Yep. Um, but the, the best controller is the DualShock Four at the moment, right? If you take out the sticks and put Xbox One sticks in, that's the best yeah, controller. Right. Yeah. That is literally like going to get a Whopper with cheese from Burger King. Oh, Burger King can do get, one. Don't break Burger, yeah, Burger King. Jesus. But getting McDonald's fries with it. That's like the best of those two places <laughs> in one. Yeah, you, you just know? go somewhere else and get a proper burger. Yeah. Because, well, what didn't you go? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like where? Like where? Okay, I mean, you know, if it's got to be a chain, mate, there's five guys everywhere now. There's no excuse. Five guys is shit, man. I went oh, there. Five no, guys no, no, isn't no, no, shit. No. It's very expensive. It's, you can't it's say shit. that, David. It's I went, I went there the other day, right? Okay, it's not shit, right? The food weren't shit. Mm. But I had a five guys thing. It cost me about eight quid, and mm. it did not taste anywhere near as good as a burger you would get in Burger Bros for uh, well, yeah, Obviously, Burger Brothers is fucking... That's a, another league. Game. That's like one of the best dining experiences I've ever had in my life. I wouldn't say it's the best dining experiences I've ever oh, had in I my would. life. I mean, because it's a little tiny place with no seating. Yeah, but that's why it's go so good. Because no, it like, it's, it's fucking, there's like nothing there. And yet right, there's okay. just... <laughs> that sums you up, Sean. That's not why it's so good, right? <laughs> the food is incredible. That's yeah. why it's so good. It's mm. not that it's small and independent. Right? No, that's, that's your thought process coming through there. <laughs> oh, it's so good because it's not massive and there's not a lot of people there. It's not that no, popular. That's not what I'm saying, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> How many other people in your life have to say that it's really good before you suddenly switch and say it's shit and overrated? How it's many just, more? It's, when I, it's just when I, it's just when I get sick of hearing about it. <laughs> Basically. Fair enough. Is this, is this why, you just, why you would like this about it? Is that it's, it's pokey and also. I said, is this why you were like this about No Man's Sky? You're just like sick of hearing about it now. Yeah, basically. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Are we done with this question? I think that's answered yeah, the question, um, Dan. I mean, I'm happy to just carry yes. on talking about burgers, but... Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. He was asking what the best pad was. The, the three-handed Frico pad. You know, the, the N64 one. I like that one. It was good. Can I just explain, and you, you, you may have noticed this last week, that by this point, we all get really, really tired. <laughs> because... For the past two weeks, we've recorded at 9.30 and not 9, and we're usually delayed to get started. And I am fucking shattered, and everything just goes out the window from this point, and we talk bollocks. Yes. It's also it's also <laughs> 20 to 1 here, because it's like an hour ahead, <laughs> which is kind of annoying. Mate, and you're in the laundry cupboard. And yeah. you're in Switzerland. Yeah. Yes. Matt, just have interest, Matt. If people wanted to subscribe to us, what sort of services would they use? Please, let's go into this. And please list out a load of other shit that people skip. Um. Listeners, listeners, on your um, podcast player of choice, you've probably got a skip forward 15 seconds button. Keep pressing that until Matt shuts the fuck up. Go. Right, so I listened to last week's show and I thought maybe we could rework it. So uh, here's how it goes. Just go to your favorite social network and search the computer game show and we're almost certainly there. And and that's it, really. Brilliant. Fucking easy. That's better, Matt. That's working. Um, are we going to talk time, about sponsorship? What about sponsorship? 40 quid. Have we <laughs> well, got any money? Someone, one of our listeners, uh, Tom Bailey, uh, got in touch with the show. I said, lads, I found a perfect 40 quid sponsor for you. They're called Poo Pure. Um... I got in touch. They have not responded yet. But I basically said, look, hey, poo puree. Uh, but, but by the way, they're like pot puree, but for your toilet um, to stop bath odor before it begins. Sounds, um, sounds good. I said, if you want to put up promoted on our show, 40 quid, get in touch, bargain, no response yet. Yeah. But Just say, we've mentioned them. Don't buy any of their stuff. Don't buy any of their stuff yet. Once <laughs> their check clears, then we'll tell you to buy it and then you can buy it. All right. But for now, don't buy any of their stuff. Right, so if you listen, poo puree. If that's if that's what you're called, yep. I don't know, and we might have made that up so that you don't go searching for them. Then forty quid, computer game show, the computer game show at gmail dot com. All right, I'm thinking it, we should we should expand this. Like, anyone who wants to say anything on the show, forty pounds. Like, if you want to yeah. like wish your mum happy birthday, if you want to promote Midnight well, I Resistance, I said that it's that sponsorship, <laughs> isn't it? You can do what yeah. you want. If you want to promote you another podcast, to... your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what did Kane and Rint say? I might pay forty pounds just to slag off David or something. Yeah, fine. Again, send it in. Fine. Yeah. Forty pounds. Someone so my she suggested that. She 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 was like, I'd pay for that. And I think it's our money. I'm trying to make money here. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, you 40 pay forty quid. quid and you only get a tenner back. So yeah, yeah. The computer game show at gmail.com Get in touch. Yeah. Um, thanks for living it. My name's been David, and it will continue to be David. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Dude, you're on the breakdown there. <laughs>